0: All right, what's good, everybody? It is your boy, the coach, of course, from the WWE. And I just wanted to take a quick second because I know there's a lot of podcasts out there. There's a lot of wrestling podcasts out there. And you only have so much time in the day. But it's about putting in the grind. It's about putting yourself out there week in and week out until people pay attention. The Wrestling POV Podcast. I'm talking Tony Diaz, Mimi, uh, Rick Serrano. My last question. Why haven't I ever been on the show? I mean, everybody knows that the thing I love doing most is wrestling podcasts. Although, I think I would enjoy this one.
1: Hey people, it's the third wheel, Rick Sorrell, the third. And we got a loaded show for you. Under the spotlight, we got the Sergeant Slaughter. We have Match of the Year candidates coming up. We also have, in the hot tag news, Montez Ford. Is he a superstar? And the snow blew back Tony Diaz and Elio Canella. And we have the TLC pay-per-view points game has returned. All that and more on a new episode of Wrestling POV Podcast.
0: I wasn't done, and I'm ready to. <laughs> oh my goodness! You
1: know I love TLC. I love that song, Waterfalls. Don't
0: <laughs> break or taking waterfalls. Why would you take a waterfall? <laughs> Why would you break a waterfall? It's, it goes. Don't go chasing waterfalls. Don't go ta- See, you know, I, you know, I should have known from the beginning to just ask Elio. Exactly. he, <laughs> he, knows. he knows all. He's the grand. Exactly. What was it again? <laughs> Don't, go <laughs> Don't go chasing waterfalls. Don't go chasing waterfalls. Now I have to ask, how do you know that? <laughs> Were you a TLC fan? Was you was you rocking with Left Eye? I just, I just know that music
1: I mean, Elio, there ain't no shame in liking TLC. I mean,
0: <laughs> it's okay. It's all right. Uh, we just I learned mean, something new. Mala, that. <laughs> that is doing that fan. thing. Uh, the group,
2: it's <laughs> my brother's. Every time we uh, we went out, so uh, he'd have a blessing in this car. Oh, geez, really? Yeah, <laughs> can't you see <say laughs> Elio in like a convertible listening to TLC? Right?
0: <laughs> <Toronto>? <laughs> Blowing back, right? <laughs> it's more like a neon espresso. <laughs> well, okay, now the million dollar question, Elio. Did you have the Band-Aid under your left eye? Nope. Nope. <laughs> Damn. That would have topped it off. I'm sorry. That would have topped it off. I would have been like, Elio's got to be the coolest guy in, in Canada. <laughs> I'm just, so do So no TLC now. is
1: tables, ladders, and chairs, not yeah. t baz left eye, and chili.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's stupid. <laughs> We're a wrestling podcast. What are you talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But either way, the wrestling POV TLC pay-per-view points game is back. Yes. It's back. And we're only now from what I understand is that uh, we're going back to the old way. Uh, and on, and we're only going to announce one champion. Just one. The wrestling POV champion. And uh, I've had that title numerous of times. Uh Rick has an LO2. But <laughs> I, I had to say I know Rick will go into his spiel. Um, but here's the deal. Uh, I guess once everything goes back to normal, meaning fans in the crowd and stuff like that, and then we're not having to worry about the whole COVID thing, then we're gonna go and go back to the pay per view points game, but it's gonna be for the undisputed custom title that we made and we still have it uh we want to give it away to the champion and of course that's when we go back to nascar rules so uh when we get to do the uh tlc pay points game i will run down of course if people forgot how to play it's not hard to play It's, it's very easy you only make it hard on yourself if you don't know how to play anyway uh it's pretty simple few people that played it before would uh remember but i'll do a reminder no big no big a deal i'll do a reminder so uh let's go straight on to our facebook poll um well, actually you know what you want to do match of the year or yeah right. we got the match of the year candidate see match of the year that's what we're doing <laughs> uh match of the year we Watch got went with the first and <laughs> didn't even consider it, <laughs> all, right, all, right. it all right match of the year take it away match of the year
1: All right, so we already have one match in the finals for match of the year, and so far that is Worlds Collide with NXT versus NXT UK. Now we have our three set of matches that are going up against each other to see who could go to the finals. So here's our first matchup we have Adam Cole, baby, versus Tommaso Ciampa and NXT Portland. We also have Jeff Hardy versus Sami Zayn versus AJ Styles in the Clash of Champions ladder match, and wow. last but not least, we have Finn Balor versus Adam Cole, uh Tommaso Ciampa and Johnny Gargano hmm. at Super Tuesday Iron Man match. Wow. Now, before we go to the fans poll, I want to ask you, Elio, which match do you
2: think should move on to the finals? Okay, so I was looking at uh, these three matches yesterday. I'm going with the latter match: Sami Zayn, AJ Styles, and Jeff Hardy. Wow! What about I, that? I'm sure I, 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 I find that entertaining. Like uh, mostly, uh, Sami Zayn. I thought he really stood out in that match. Absolutely, I agree with you,
0: Tony. What about you? You know what? I have to agree with Elio. That match really stood out for me. So yeah, that 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 match with Sami Zayn, AJ Styles, and Jeff Hardy.
1: Yeah. You know, for me, I also chose that match. You know, it was just like, for me, it was. I said it when it first happened. I said this is one of the best line of matches we've seen in years.
0: Very long time, yeah.
1: Um, Very entertaining. Sami Zayn was off the hook. Jeff Hardy was doing his Jeff Hardy stuff. Yeah. You know, AJ was being AJ, but what Sami Zayn did in that match was gold, yeah. comedy gold and yeah. wrestling gold. Yep. You know, yeah, he did it all. Um. I think we do have some comments on this. We do? Yeah. Um, But uh, for me, if I had to choose a second match,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: I would probably go with the Iron Man match. Not to get Cole and Ciampa and Portland any slack, but again, I was really high up on that uh, Balor versus Cole versus Ciampa versus Gargano. I really enjoyed that. I actually suggested we put it in for match of the year. Because it was just a really good match, Iron Man match. The final second, they got it. The timing down perfectly with Adam Cole picking up that uh, pinfall in the final three seconds was epic.
0: Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, Josh Sanders said this was a tough one, but I really enjoyed the Iron Man Fatal Four Way. It was like Finn reestablished himself on uh, NXT. Yeah.
1: yeah, and I agree with that. And you know what? We go to the polls. And remember, the fans get to vote who goes to the finals. Even though we all said the ladder match, it's up to you, the fans, Mm -hmm. who decide who moves on. With 30% of the vote, we have Adam Cole versus Tommaso Ciampa at NXT Portland, TakeOver Portland. Mm -hmm. With 30% of the vote, we have Jeff Hardy versus Sami Zayn versus AJ Styles. And with forty percent of the vote, we have Finn Balor versus Adam Cole versus Tommaso Ciampa versus Johnny Gargano moving on to the finals wow. for match of the year. Wow! So that was very close—forty to thirty to thirty. So for the finals of match of the year candidates, it's going to be NXT versus NXT UK against the Super Tuesday match, the, the four-way Ironman match. Wow. I mean, that's going to be a hard decision. We get to make that final decision. All that and more on WPOV Awards, which will be happening next week as the three of us will be deciding who is the Superstar of the Year, male and female, the Rookie of the Year, male and female, Tag Team of the Year. We will be also voting on Moment of the Year, Botch of the Year, Return of the Year. (laughs) All that and more on the WPOV Awards hosted by – did we get anybody?
0: No, No. No. We ran out of money this year. <laughs> um,
1: w- why? Why can't it be hosted by me again? Because you charged us so much money last year. Ridiculous.
0: <laughs> so, all right.
2: Preposterous. Preposterous, exactly.
0: <laughs> Jesus. All right. So, uh, there's your match of the year uh, finals, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So next week we'll do. Uh, The finals of that. And uh, right now, you know what? Let's go straight into the spotlight, Rick. Yeah.
1: The Sergeant Slaughter, you
2: maggots.
1: (laughs) Man, you know, so Sergeant Slaughter has probably one of the most recognizable people in wrestling. All right. You know, you got your Hulk Hogan. You got your Macho Man. Like, people Mm -hmm. that watch it will know who Sergeant Slaughter is. Now, Sergeant Slaughter, you know, was first came into the wrestling business as a uh, sergeant, and, and mind <laughs> you, Sergeant Slaughter never served in the military. There. That was all, yeah, so that was all uh facade, yeah. Um, but uh, Sergeant Slaughter played a great sergeant. I mean, Tony, you were in the military,
0: yeah. I mean, he was, I mean, that was an army, he was doing a marine guy, but even yeah. still, you know, he was very convincing into yeah. that gimmick, so. I mean, that should tell you something also that, uh, you know, it's, it's kind of like a lost art when people try to do a certain gimmick and actually excel in that gimmick. And Sergeant Slaughter is probably one that definitely excelled in that gimmick because he had that big chin. You know, he had that the, the always spitting when he talks and, and he had <laughs> that Colonel Sergeant voice and stuff like that. And, and he just he fit that role perfectly um, when he was a, a, a heel. Uh, A lot of people didn't like it, but then all of a sudden, I think his whole character changed the minute he went babyface, and he started having the feud with the Iron Sheik, and at that time, you know, obviously everybody knows uh, the conflicts between the U.S. and uh, uh, the Southwest Asia. So, uh, it kind of boosted his popularity with that and the Iron Sheik, and they had bloody matches, man. I remember uh, they had one in... um, Madison Square Garden, and my aunts. I remember watching the previews on the news, <clears throat> and my aunts were sitting front row. Wow, Funny as hell, Yeah, there was, and I was looking at it, and I'm like, that is so awesome. <laughs> you now, know, let me it was let cool me just, ask you, Tony. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry.
1: Oh, so let me ask you, Tony. Um, as somebody that was that served in the military, are mm-hmm. you offended in any way that Sergeant Slaughter? would replicate somebody that play that was in
0: the military. Well, I I will say this. Okay. There is a thing called stolen valor. Um, But then again, we, all right. Now this will be a little bit harder to explain, but I want people to understand uh, the difference between stolen valor and people who are portraying someone in the military or, or a character or whatever. That's supposed to be military type or whatever. Now, For me, if I see somebody walking down the street with a military hat on and all this, you know, trying to be all decorative, you know, I, I know like the uniform itself is addressed in a certain way. Yeah. And as a veteran, we, as veterans, we all know that. And if we see somebody walking down the street with all camo on and the boots and no headgear, now, for me, that's a clear sign of, all right, why isn't his headgear on? Because in the military, you're taught you always have your headgear on when you're outside. The minute you come inside, you take your headgear off. And if I saw that, even just that little indication, I would be like, yo, where's your headgear at, son? And if he says, oh, I don't have to wear it, then I have to question and be like, yo, do you even serve, bro? You know. So that's different than what Sergeant Slaughter is doing because – the one thing i hate and i'll be straight up honest and if there's a lot of military veterans they probably will agree with me is watching some of these uh military type shows movies for instance and there's a lot wrong with it you know mm-hmm. i see it all the time and you know like it's either the uniform or uh like like one thing that uh we was always taught was that um uh you don't. Uh, what was the, that? Was a key word that you always don't say, um, <clears throat> on a on a on a broadcast, and uh, it stands for something else. And in the movies, I always hear it. I'm like, Jesus Christ, you're not supposed to say that. But either way, for me, if if they're going to um, do a military storyline, do it right. You know what I'm saying. Yeah. And, and that's why sometimes I just can't stand watching some of these military movies because it's like they either over exaggerate or they under exaggerate. They never get it right. You know, it's never directed by somebody that was in the military. But in Sergeant Slaughter's case, I'm not upset because he does respect the fact that there are military veterans out there or military active duty that does their thing. And he recognizes that, which I appreciate him doing. But I also appreciate him doing the character in the right way. And he did yeah. it in the right way. If you guys remember uh, Corpor- Corporal uh, Kirshner, remember him? When mm-hmm. he first came uh, on the scene. Now, mind you, I think he was an uh, army dude, wasn't he? Elio, yes. did you remember? Was I he? Think, I, think, I think it
2: was he. Uh, yeah, I think it was in the Army.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it was weird to see that, you know, a drill sergeant that he's supposed to be, you know, like the Marine drill sergeant, you know, going on the Army. That never, actually, that never happens, number one. Uh, number two, the one thing I respected about when Corporal uh, Kershaw came on scene is as a, as a veteran myself, the flag never touches the floor at all, at all, period. Um, and we were always taught that. And that was the one scene where Corporal Kirshner came on scene that you know, was carrying the American flag. And I, I I don't know the exact details. Elio, if you want to jump in and let me know if I'm right or wrong. But he got kicked in the stomach. I don't know if it was by Sergeant Slaughter to try to discipline him. Um, it was like on a stage they did it. I forgot what it was. Jesus, Wait,
2: what, Was it a match or was it just a segment?
0: It was just a segment.
2: Okay, because I, uh, I don't recall like I... Uh, I really started watching later in like 85. So I, I really, I yeah, catch a lot of this stuff.
0: Yeah. Um, I, I just don't remember the exact year. Jesus. But anyway, either way, um, Corporal Kirsten was standing like in attention or something. He had the American flag. And I'm pretty sure it was Sergeant Slaughter. Because, you know, back in the day in basic training, drill sergeants were allowed to hit you, you know, and it's, they, they were. So I think Sergeant Slaughter either kicked him or punched him in the gut. And uh Corporal went down on one knee, not letting go with that flag. And I, I, a lot of people don't notice things like that, but I did. Yeah. And I was just like, that's total respect for what the military people have been taught. You know, what it was? does that make sense? Yeah. yeah. You know no, that's... So just that little bit, they recognize that, you know, people, if you drop that flag, a lot of people are going to be pissed. Especially people that are in the military or veterans. You know what I'm saying? So, when they did that part and he did never drop that flag, he just went on a knee. And before he even fell all the way, like he used this free hand to hold himself and still kept that flag above him. You know, just little things like that. I was like, damn, that's dope. That's yeah. dope. And uh, to a regular person that's never served, probably would never notice that. And I'm not, you know, I'm not bashing you guys, but you didn't know. Yeah. But people in the military, when we see that, it's like, wow, okay. They're doing it right. That's doing yeah. it right. So it was for me. It was never done in disrespectful way. He still comes out with the drill sergeant hat at his old age, and and, and he will be forever known as, as Sergeant Slaughter. Now I, I do got to ask a question though. Yeah, I've sure. only known Sergeant Slaughter as Sergeant Slaughter. Was he ever a different name before that?
1: From what I'm looking at, I, I think he started early on in AWA. Um, from what I'm seeing here, his mm-hmm. he's always been Sergeant Slaughter. Um, really? Yeah. So uh, under uh, he ha- he has wrestled under uh, different names because I think he started in the 1970s. But yeah. on the main stage, he's always been
2: Sergeant Slaughter, from my wow. understanding. What I'm, I'm seeing wondering. here is he uh, had he was I think the Executioner, Commissioner Slaughter, Super Destroyer, and Mark, yeah, Super
0: Destroyer Mark II Oh wow! Yeah. I never knew that. I knew I was always yeah. curious too, and I, I I waited till the show to to see if you guys knew. He but, debuted uh, in seventy two. Say what?
2: He 72. debuted in nineteen seventy
0: two. At Sergeant Slaughter, or just no, 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 just oh, he just, just made, wrestling in general. No, just oh, okay. wrestling. Yeah. Wow, I was a year old. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> but
1: but you see, like we said, and 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 I'm glad we got that understanding from you, Tony. That was great. Um. Sergeant Slaughter also in the nineteen eighties when he was a heel, right? He then, like you said, he turned babyface to fight against the Iron Sheik, which was massive. I mean, it even got him in the cartoon GI Joes. Yeah, you know, right, yeah. Um, a lot of people said that Vince McMahon fired uh, uh, Sergeant Slaughter because mm-hmm. of differences, or whatever. But it turns out that Sarge quit because and this is what Sergeant Slaughter says: he quit. Because uh, they wanted to make a toy for G.I. Joe, for Sergeant Slaughter, and Vince wasn't having it. Really? Yeah. Mm.
0: Wow, I didn't know that either. Sergeant Slaughter left.
1: left. Yeah, well, he left for a couple years, and that's when he came back as the Iraqi sympathizer after Nikolai Volkov joined uh, America. Remember, Nikolai went from Russia to the USA? Yes. Uh, So that's what was the turn for Sergeant Slaughter. He was like, how can you let a Russian into the United States? Yeah. And that's what turned him into the Iraqi sympathizer. And so that I, was with the whole
0: Gulf War and everything. Wow. Yeah. So I will, I will say this, uh, since you brought up uh, Nikolai Volkov. Um, of course, everyone knew him as that Russian dude. And he was a heel for a very long time yes. until he, you know, uh, not switched gimmicks, but uh, he was uh, pro-America. So to speak.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, one story a lot of people don't know, and I was privileged to even hear this story from him himself at an indie show. We were all in the back just chilling. Actually, King Kong Bundy was there too. It was one of the the, the nights that King Kong Bundy was chasing after Kenny Casanova in the back room. <laughs> punched the shit out of <laughs> him. Yeah, because Kenny Casanova, uh, if you guys don't know who he is, look him up. Um, but he's one of the biggest ribs, uh, ribber in indie wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> and uh he always messed with king kong bunny so king kong bunny was always chasing him in the back but either way it was a night that he was there uh actually iron mike sharp if you guys remember him uh yes. he was also there and um uh nikolai volkov was there and he was sitting you know telling the story to us about that whole scenario with him uh being a heel and he actually hated it being the heel. Wow. Yes, he wow. Hated because he said America gave him the opportunity, to, you know, to to do what he does and blah blah blah. So he always wanted to give back, and he goes, he was glad that he was able to do that one gimmick where he was pro America. He said, but he hated it being uh, that the bad guy, you know. He did, wow. he did. So that was that was cool to hear from him. You know, I was just like,
3: oh really? I don't
1: do that,
0: man. You're good, man. You're good. Yeah.
1: <laughs> now. Sergeant Slaughter got his big opportunity as the Iraqi sympathizer when he Ooh. beat the Ultimate Warrior at the Royal Rumble in 1991. Yep. Um, he won the title, and right away Hulk Hogan wins the Royal Rumble and says he wants to fight Sergeant Slaughter at WrestleMania Seven. Mm-hmm. Um, the big USA versus Iraq war going on.
0: I was there. Yeah, that was and, I was in.
1: Yeah, so. and it's like this is when WWE or WWF was taking stories from real life and putting it into work yeah. at, as for wrestling. Yeah. Now, Sergeant Slaughter was on top of the world at that time with this heel gimmick. Mm-hmm. Um,
2: and he was doing some dastardly thing. Did he try to burn the flag at one point? I think uh, I remember he uh, also uh, burned set a whole mini t-shirt on fire. Yes. Yeah.
1: Yeah, so he was trying to do that at one point. So it was just dastardly. He was just doing the worst of the worst things. Now, yeah. let me tell you, in my opinion, Sergeant Slaughter's heel turn at the time was the biggest heel turn ever, in my yep. opinion. Yep. Um, then, of course, you got the Shawn Michaels turns on Marty Jannetty, right? That was <laughs> pretty big. And then, of course, Hulk Hogan... Joining the NWO was the biggest turn of all time, right? No one mm-hmm. ever saw that coming. But I have to say, Sergeant Slaughter's heel turn was pretty big. There was a pretty big deal, and I would put it yeah. in the top three heel turns of all time. And if you have, if the listeners out there disagree and fi- find another heel turn, let us know on our Facebook page, and we will talk about it.
0: Yeah, um, I do agree with you though.
1: Yeah, I mean Sergeant Slaughter, a one-time WWF champion, <laughs> lasted two months.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yep. <laughs> Hulk Hogan.
1: Oh, uh,
0: uh, damn Hogan!
1: And then, of course, he became commissioner later on in years, and he had a feud with DX. Yep.
0: And, yeah, I remember. Uh, and then with the whole the face shield and the wiper, yep. and- <laughs> <laughs> that would work today. You know? <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> Keep your distance, Sarge. WWE, was WWE onto to something? Uh, I know, right? They I knew know. something. They could be the oh. Simpsons. But uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, Bill, Bill Pierce, he said he, he's able to tell a story, something that today's wrestling fans don't seem to understand. They like to watch a match with 37 forgettable high spots. You cannot draw emotion out of wrestling floor exercise in the Summer Olympics in the ring. He's so, right. I, I, I do agree with him. And Bill
1: Pierce is a longtime wrestler, wrestling for decades. Uh, mm-hmm. Wrestled against the Undertaker a couple of times. Yeah. So he's been around the block. Um, but, yeah, Sergeant Slaughter, he had that knuckle thing where he would grind the knuckles mm-hmm. in your temple. Yeah. He had the Cobra Clutch. Everybody everybody yeah. tried to put the Cobra Clutch on their family member at one point or the other. Elio used to abuse his brothers with
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um. You sure did. So I'm no, gonna they, ask- no, they used to want to took me out.
1: <laughs> well, Elio, I can see why. Now, Elio, let me ask you because this is a big question here. This is what we—why are we putting you under the spotlight? Okay. Is or was Sergeant Slaughter underrated or overrated, and why?
2: No, this guy was underrated. Oh wow, underrated. Okay, why? Yeah. Well, he did a lot in his career. Like I, I, from what I saw, like I started following him. The I heard about him in the G when he was in part of the Joe cartoon, but then I like first saw him like during his second run when he was with the Iraqi sympathizer. Okay. Like so a- I know him about. I remember when he won his uh, championship against from the warrior at Royal Rumble, uh some ninety one, then he turned the face again, he was teamed up with Axel Jim Duggan. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so
1: yeah, so Elio just thinks that he's underrated. He did a lot for the business. Tony, I'm gonna actually the same question. Underrated, overrated?
0: Um, it was underrated, I think. Um, he wasn't really overly pushed. Um, I think he was pushed just right, actually. I think where he was at, I mean uh was he definitely a a a world champion yeah he held it for two months but you know still yeah uh (laughs) he'll always (laughs) have that on his resume um rj Adams said rated accordingly or rated correctly sorry uh kind of sucks that he pretended to be a for real for real marine again coming from a veteran myself i mean uh my my older brother was a marine he was a marine for 23 years um and I tell you this much, he's about Rey Mysterio's height, but he's one of the meanest dudes I've ever met uh, <laughs> and grew up with. Uh, yeah, he didn't care about his, uh, how short he was. He knew his shit. And actually, uh, uh, one fact with my older brother was that during the Iraq War, me and him were both deployed there, but at two different spots. Wow. So, yeah, yeah. So I uh, just wanted to throw that out there. But either way, um, I, I think he's definitely... Um, I know we have to pick one, but I yeah. would have to say underrated. Um, only because, like I said, he, the push for him, uh, I think his highlight actually was that big feud with the Iron Sheet, in my opinion. Yeah. No, I, I agree with you. I remember the 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 flying – what was he doing? Like he was just covered with blood. Actually, it was the match at Madison Square Garden. He was just covered with blood, and Iron Sheet covered with blood, man and he held him, and he was getting ready to punch him, so he does, he did that whining fist thing. Yep. And that, that's all I remember in his face. And every time he wound his fist, the crowd just went so... I got goose pimples. Look, see it? <laughs> we're doing a Zoom video, but see it? But, you know, the crowd was so... <laughs> the crowd was so into it, when even just that little spot, that they were like, yes! Fuck! I mean, everybody was standing up, like, Fucking bungee, bunch, them, bunch <laughs> And then when he did, the fucking just that spot erupted the fucking garden. And it was such yeah. a cool thing to see. That whole storyline was so cool. Um, and, and I'll be honest, I will be honest. I think at that time it's something that need uh that uh the people needed to see to bring them up, I guess, so to speak. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that was that was pretty cool to see. This it was a good storybook ending, so to speak.
1: Yeah. And 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 I agree with you. And it's tough for me, you know. I wanna say he was underrated wholeheartedly, but I can see what a lot of people a lot of people trash Sergeant Sullivan. Let's be real. A lot of people say. Yeah, a lot of people say, oh, he wasn't that good. He couldn't wrestle. He was just a military guy pretending to be a military guy. And it's just a lot of negativity going towards Sergeant Slaughter. And I have to
0: say. now Before you go on, Rick, I, I want to throw this question to both of you, you and Elio. Do you guys consider him a big guy? like a big Yes. Guy, you know, like a big guy wrestler. You know what I'm saying? Yes. So, I, I think so he's a big you, guy. Wouldn't you expect somebody uh, uh, of his stature and size move just a little bit slow he can't move like a flyweight you know what i'm no, saying I what you, what you, No. He,
2: he, he was a big guy like what, what i saw like i've even seen videos on youtube but i thought he was a big guy he moved uh, just uh, right at his face
0: yeah exactly yeah so I go mean, ahead rick not to cut he, you off but that's fine
2: no he stood at six foot five and he was 300 pounds
1: i six, mean five yeah wow yeah, yeah so he was he, he was a pretty big guy. Um, Sergeant Slaughter, is he overrated, underrated? Like I said, a lot of people think he's overrated. Mm. I and especially after hearing what you said about him and Iron Sheik, I think that was a big moment in his career. I think that was the biggest moment, honestly. Yeah. Even though he held the WWF title, even though he fought at WrestleMania against Hulk Hogan, I think mm. the biggest moment of his career was those days back yeah. in the 80s with AWA, WWF, where he was fighting against the Iron Sheik. And so mm-hmm. you know what? I have to agree with you guys. I think he's underrated. I think his character is underrated. I think his wrestling was underrated. Mm-hmm. I think what he brought to the business was underrated. Um, and the G.I. Joe cartoon was amazing. Yeah. I love seeing Sergeant Slaughter at the end of the episodes. Yeah. It, it brought realization to the character that he was portraying yeah. in the cartoon. That's it true. was like you maggots
3: <laughs> it was just too good yeah.
1: so yeah so that's my take and that's our take on the mm-hmm. spotlight of Sergeant Slaughter was he underrated overrated we all agree he was underrated and uh, stay tuned for next week we'll put somebody else under the spotlight um, don't ask me who yet Tony because I don't know
0: but we will be
1: <laughs> sensational
0: Yeah, yep. Um, but uh, also too just to throw out about uh, the final comment, I guess, about Sergeant Slaughter is just the fact that what <sighs> he did his homework when it came to doing this oh, character. Yeah. I really have to say, he did his homework about this character, and I applaud him for that. And and not a lot of people can do that now. Uh, they just do a character and then assume it's like, no, just look into that character, look into what you're trying to accomplish with that character. And Sergeant Slaughter did, you know, he did it, he did it. So, uh, if, hey, if, like, exactly what Rick said. If you guys think that we're wrong, put it on our Facebook page. Right now, it is time for the wrestling news from around the world. Take it away, Rick. All right. Before we do that, let's get into some birthdays.
1: <laughs> All right. RVD. <laughs> <Leo> laughs.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, this is my job, bitch. Uh, whoa, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Relax. Damn, wow. Damn. Relax. <laughs> wow. All right, wow, Elio, you're gonna have to buy him something for Christmas.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I will add him to the list.
1: All right. Okay. See, we're going somewhere. See, that's all you need to do is just buy me something. All right. Um, mm-hmm. RVD turns the big five zero. Wow. Did you
0: see his new look? Yeah. You see yes. how he look like he has like I mean he's always had long hair. People tend to forget that he always just put it in a tight ass ponytail. Um, but he was seen. I guess he was doing a movie too. Yeah, um, he was. He, he just let his hair down. I guess he let the the beard grow, and um, yeah, and uh, yeah. I
1: don't know how that guy's walking. Honestly,
0: I don't know. Well, he's four twenty friendly, so maybe that has something <laughs> to do
1: with it. I mean, well, that's what I'm saying. It's just like it's like he's stoned twenty four seven. Like, yeah. Yeah. wow.
0: And you know um, who else is like that? Not to change subjects, but you know who else is like that? It's Val Venus. Oh yeah, yeah Val yeah.
1: Venus. I feel like he's mixing. He he's mixing something in that that weed
0: <laughs> because
1: he says some crazy shit, man.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, well, he sure does.
1: He is. He's got a little. He's he's going over the deep end. Speaking of going <laughs> over the deep end. Psycho Sid turned 60 years old. Really? Wow. Yeah.
3: Wow. Jeez. wow.
1: You know, Man. whenever somebody tells you that uh, wrestling is fake, you always have that Psycho
0: Sid video. Mm-hmm. Oof. Oh, I can't, oh, I cannot look at that video.
1: Oh, I God. can't.
0: But then again, uh, the backstory on that video also um, was that he didn't want to jump off the top rope. Yeah. And uh, he was told to do that. And look what happened. And then Could you imagine no, no, being told being told to do something that you don't want to do. Yeah. And that, then you that do you've it. never done. Yep. Because you've never seen Sid Vicious uh, or Psycho Sid jump off the top rope ever. No. And there was a reason for it. <laughs> Ugh. He he never was comfortable with it. He said he made a comment. He said he, he was never comfortable jumping He's off. Six, the top ten. Rope. Yeah. And <laughs> he was told to do that spot. And that, and he did it, and that's what the awkward landing and, of course, results in his oh. leg pointing to the west while he was in the east.
1: Yes. No, oh. southwest,
0: oh. east. or I don't fucking You guys know.
1: All right, you're doing directional <laughs> stuff, Tony.
0: Yeah, I was trying to do the Steiner math, but in directional, it didn't work. It no. just did not work.
1: <laughs> and our last but not least, Trish Stratus turns 44 years old.
0: Yeah, God bless her. God bless her. She did good in Evolution at that pay-per-view. She She did good. Come on, Rick. You got to give her some kind of props. I mean, I was
1: about to. Oh, okay. Now listen, I was looking up some old Trish Stratus pictures for journalistic purposes, of course. Oh, sure. Of course. And I have to say, wow. (laughs) It is now time for the wrestling news from around the world. The USA Network is furious. You see how I did that? Furious, because no. they were furious at WWE. WWE. Because <laughs> I did furious twice. Yeah. All right, they are furious with WWE after the lowest rating ever on Monday Night Raw. Yes. They want more adult content, not sex. They want more darkness and violence.
0: Hmm. Yeah. Well, maybe they need to change uh, uh, the fiend back to a heel then, instead of trying to transfer him into a babyface.
1: Yeah, I mean they have to do something. Um, Elio, what's your take on this? The, on Monday Night Raw turning more dark and violent? They have to do something because
2: Raw killing me. <laughs> it's just, it's just bad. Yeah. I go in every week. I with an open mind. I expect uh, to like get something good, and then. At the end of it, when I look at everything that I saw, none of it was good. Yeah. Not many good <laughs> segments. And yeah. you know, it's I just agree. hard. It?
1: Yeah, I agree with you. But do you think we need more darkness and violence? That that's the answer to this? Dar-
2: um, I don't know if you need more violence, uh, darkness. I don't know if that would make it. Diff- that will make a difference. You don't think so? Yeah. I I think they need something. Maybe maybe it would work if
0: they do
1: it right. Uh, you know, Elio, I'm going to call you out on that. I think that's a political answer.
0: It is a political uh, answer. I just got
1: that too. <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to tell you this. No, they don't need more darkness. They don't need more violence. You just need better fucking wrestling and storytelling. That is all we're ever asking you know
0: of you. I I will say this, uh, being that we're talking about that, I will say this, and and and. I think one of WWE's biggest problem is that they're hiring people who know nothing about the business and asking them to write a story about the business. Um, That's, I think that's WWE's biggest fucking problem. Um, I've seen many times on their website where they're looking for writers and the criteria for that is they need a a bachelor's degree in, in whatever, you know, or a master's degree in this and that, you know. I've always said this and I will always continue to say this. People, uh, former wrestlers that's been in the business, make tell the greatest stories. And that's what they needed because there was a time where he had nothing but wrestlers doing these storylines and they were good. Some were shitty, I agree, but some were good. They were a lot better than what's coming out today, you know? And and they got to, honestly, the biggest problem is Vince. Yeah. The biggest problem is Vince and he needs to retire. He needs to have Hunter uh, take over and <laughs> take we, we, over. Yeah, we need to change. <laughs> we do. <laughs> we need to change because I've, I've read so many times that Vince uh, that they'd never throw anything out because Vince has the last say. It's like, Vince, it's not all of... It's not the vision that... Just because you see a vision in a certain way doesn't mean it's going always going to work. And, like, going back to, uh, I think it was last week, uh, where he sent um, uh, Keith Lee and Otis right. and uh, Dava Cato and Mace uh, back to the to the performance center to work on their craft. And it's like, everybody thought it was the demotion, but no, it was just... Vince was looking at these guys like they need more work. And to me, uh, I'll use Keith Lee. He was doing good in NXT. So, what work did he need it to be in the main roster? Why? Because you don't, you saw a, a different way on uh, Keith Lee. Yeah. By the way, Keith Lee, and I know we're going to talk about Raw later on, but Keith Lee was different on Raw. He was. And we'll talk about that in the second.
1: Yes um so yeah so for me i honestly i just think they need just have better storytelling i don't think they need the violence uh smackdown doesn't have violence mm-hmm. and their numbers are still doing fine they're not being overly violent. I mean, if you want to call what Roman is doing, overly violent. I don't, I know, uh, Josh Sanders would love for them to go back to the sex appeal. You know, dirty dog, you, (laughs)
3: um,
1: but, uh, I think, uh, just the business in itself just needs a revamp. Uh, Vince McMahon is promising that they are going to change things in the upcoming year for, uh, starting in 2021. We will see. And that's all I have for the wrestling news from around the world. Tony, Rumors.
0: Oh, rumors. All right. Uh, Well, hang on to your seats, folks. Because it's gonna be a long one. (laughs) The Rock! He has said he's willing to come back to Russell Roman Reigns, but not until WrestleMania. Absolutely. Wait a minute. I wasn't done. Oh. Oh. WrestleMania 2022. Oh. Exactly. See what I did there? See what I did there? Hook, line. He didn't let me sink it. Uh, <laughs> so I mean, what do you guys think of that? Twenty twenty two. That's another couple years, a An, or year. a no. year,
1: huh? That's another no, 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 no. That's a too year long. and three months.
0: Yeah, that is too long.
2: Yeah, it's going two years for that. Uh-huh. Yep. <sighs>
0: yeah. So, I thought uh, they
2: were gonna do that last year and uh, next year. I thought they were gonna do next year. It would have been fitting,
0: <laughs> right? Yeah. But I, I
1: think-, think go ahead. I think they want to establish Roman's family thing uh, yeah. first. You know, I okay. think they yeah. still need to add. They still need to add Jimmy. You mm-hmm. know, they still need to add another maybe Tamina or somebody. They they want to add this. They want to make this a big deal. Yeah, honestly, to me, this whole Kevin Owens thing is ruining it. You I am so? not digging this at all with Roman and Jimmy and Jay and, and uh, KO. I'm not digging it at all. Okay. I think they need to do this sooner rather than later. So I disagree with that rock. Do not wait to 2022 because it's just like when Roman won the Royal Rumble, mm. right? When yeah. he didn't win, fans went crazy. Yeah. And then when he won, everybody hated it
3: Yeah.
1: too long. Do not do that this time around. Roman yeah. is a sensitive character. It's mm-hmm. something that the fans, right now the fans are riding high on it. Mm-hmm. But if you let this simmer for too long, fans are going to be like, do you notice his teeth are just annoying? <laughs> and it is, they're going to find these little things that just annoy us. And I'm telling you, I'm one of them. Do not have me waiting another fucking year because I'm going to be like, fuck, I, I don't want to see The Rock versus Roman. Fuck out of here.
0: <laughs> That's true. Now, despite all the talk, Daniel Bryan and Drew McIntyre are the current frontrunners to be uh, Roman Reigns' opponent at WrestleMania next year. So, oh. Yeah. But honestly, ah. I'd rather see the Drew McIntyre than Daniel Bryan. That story's told already with Daniel Bryan. And, and honestly, do you really see Daniel Bryan beating Roman? No. Yeah. I mean, that's no. like Elio fighting you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, Elio would win. Elio would win. <laughs> Um Elio,
1: okay. your takes on Daniel Bryan because they, they the fans have listened to us just jabber on about how oh, we, uh,
0: Yeah, yeah. I don't I don't
2: wanna I don't want to see Daniel Bryan Romarine said so I'd rather see Drew McIntyre. They already had the one match so they can mm. always build towards WrestleMania is uh their second how he lost. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I do agree. Totally. Uh oh, this one's interesting. A big part of Sting coming to AEW was the fact that Tony Khan agreed that Sting can leave on his own terms. That's fine. It is. That's good. Yeah. Eva Marie, uh, Rick's BFF, um, is training now for her comeback. Yeah, she is. Still no word when that will be.
1: I I also check out her Instagram for general purposes.
0: <laughs> oh, 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 for, oh, for journalistic purposes. My bad. Yes. Sorry. It's for research. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was curious too with the lotion and the tissue there, but that's a whole different story. Um, <laughs> a group of writers in WWE were asked to make a list of underutilized talent who might do well if given the chance. And the names include the likes of Cesaro, Angel Garza, Chad Gable, Carmella, and Peyton Royce.
1: Yeah, I've heard this story before.
0: Exactly. Here's the deal. I mean, Peyton Royce, we'll throw her out there. She was just in an established tag team, a tag team that a lot of people enjoyed. Yep. And you separated. And what are you doing with her? Because I'm sorry to say, if you're going to separate somebody, a tag team, wrestling terms, you separate them, that means you have a vision and pro- possible a storyline that this person can do. And you want to do that with that person. And have yep. they done that with Peyton Royce? No, no, no. <laughs> Billy K, I I will say, <laughs> see what I did there? <laughs> <laughs> I like Billy. I'm a huge yeah. fan of Billy Kay.
3: Yeah, I, I really
0: am. am. And it might be the accent. Might be the accent, but it's the way she resume. does it. Yeah, I have my resume. Here's my headshot, <laughs> and, and just her mannerisms, her character itself. It's just, I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Um, <laughs> uh, some wrestlers in AEW are upset with Jim Ross criticizing matches on his podcast. With one telling the site that they'll be less likely to listen to the guy who is supposed to help put us over is going out there and. Publicly, burring us, burying, burring. Burring. burying, burying, um, Undertaker them. <laughs> yeah,
1: that that's uh that's not cool. That's no, uh
0: you don't That's so. our job.
1: That's, it should be our <laughs> it's our job.
0: But wait a minute, the guy has been in the business for a very long time. These yes. young bucks, no pun, oh. um, <laughs> are coming in there and. I mean, does he have a right to criticize how they, those guys are wrestling? In the locker room. He has every right to do that okay. in the locker room.
1: He has every right to do that backstage. Do not do that on a podcast. You can cripple Why? somebody's Why? career because he can cripple somebody's career. Not only yeah. mentally, he can mentally crush these guys. Mm-hmm. Jim Ross is a huge name. And if Jim yeah. Ross gets a giant and he has a huge fan base, and if he gets a lot of people listening to this, well, for example, he'll say, uh, well, Top Flight, I don't see what, what they have. Top Flight, the kid is 19 years old, 21 mm-hmm. years old. Yeah. That can destroy them mentally and just have them off, you know? It's just like, damn, man, like we busted our ass to get here and Jim Ross is talking shit about us. And mm-hmm. people are now starting to see that we're not that great or mm-hmm. we're not that good. So it, it, it can be demoralizing to, to the psyche of these wrestlers also it just doesn't look right like you shouldn't be doing that if you're a retired wrestler and you have nothing to do with the business i.e stone cold steve austin and whatever Mm -hmm. that's fine but don't do that to your own people uh, Like that's your company that you're working for
2: elio if you agree with me go ahead if you disagree with me don't say anything go ahead (laughs) no i I love no i agree because i'm a fan of uh top flight and they're just starting out yeah Guys, like like you said, they're 19 and 20. They're just starting out. Yeah. So, I mean, I think they're good. I like like what I've seen so far.
0: Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, I also agree with you, Rick, too. I think uh, with Jim Ross's uh, credibility, um, yeah, he maybe should have kept it, not kept it to himself, but let them guys know in the back what's, hey, this ain't working, man. Yeah. But but let me ask you guys a question. I'll go with Elio first and then Rick. I got I to gotta ask you. With Jim Ross, now, to my understanding, he's never stepped into the ring. And I'm talking wrestling. He's never wrestled. <laughs> never taken a... Well, he's taken well, <laughs> He He has a losing record at WrestleMania. Yes, he does. <laughs> um, he's taken several bumps. But the guy knows his wrestling. Does he really have a right... Um, to be criticizing matches, even though I, I, I know he's been respected into the business for a very long time. He's been in the business for a very long time. Uh, he's been involved in, uh, in calling a lot of, of high stake matches, a lot of memorable matches, a lot of historical matches. He's been involved. So does he really have the right to be criticizing another wrestler uh, their matches or whatever, uh, you know what I'm saying. So we'll go with Elio then, Ray.
2: Nope. So like, uh, like you just said, uh, on on a you mean on the podcast or just,
0: just in general? Oh. Just in general, yeah. Even if he did it in in the back without on uh, doing it publicly. I'm Doesn't gonna
2: say, um, nope. Really? I mean, I just uh, cause like each uh, each wrestler has their own style.
0: Yeah. Him. But again, he's been in the business for such a long time that what he says—I mean, ah, this is difficult. I'll tell you <laughs> right now,
1: it's—it's it's not that difficult, guys. It's—it's it's very simple. Jr. has every right to criticize. He's been a producer
0: for somebody he's, that's never stepped into the ring before. Yes, and absolutely. He has that right to criticize.
1: Yes, because he—he's been a producer. He's been a, a guy that's been calling people up for decades. He's been calling matches for decades. Mm-hmm. I mean, at one po- at some point, you have to recognize what's good, what's bad, what's going right, what's going wrong. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not saying that he should be showing people how to do moves. I don't think he should be putting people in a side headlock and be like, oh, this is how you lock up, brother. <laughs> like, no. I think what he should be doing is telling them, listen, this is not looking good. I can only do my best, and especially as a commentator, mm-hmm. commentators have every right to criticize. I feel like because they. they I can only do my best commentating. I, I have to get you over. And if I'm seeing something that's not working and I know that I can't commentate to get that over, then you got to do something different. And mm-hmm. that's, that's where I feel like you have every right. And again, Jr. is well-established. He's been bringing people into the business for decades now. So let's, let's not forget that he was one of the bigger, bigger names and very talent. He was a talent coordinator for WWE for a very long mm-hmm. time. So, um, I think he has every right to do that. Um, but publicly on a podcast, absolutely not. That that's that's just acid nine,
0: nah.
1: <laughs> Not ten, but nine.
0: Yeah. Um. All right. I uh, I agree with both though. And and, and as a former wrestler myself, is for. I don't know. That's that's a tough one, you know, because it's a simple fact that we're the ones in the ring trying to, uh, you know, perform. And think that we if we do a spot uh that it'll work that it'll grab the crowd's attention or something you know so we as as a wrestler you know we we experiment with that i want to try this i'm gonna see if it works and then if it doesn't work then it doesn't work and then we keep going until we find something that does work so for me it's like to have somebody from the outside coming in and to say why don't you try this way and that person has never stepped into the ring yet. sometimes of the little guy on my shoulder, would say why the fuck are you listen to him? He's never stepped into the ring. Right. No, so I get you. You know what I'm saying? But then the other half, it's like, well, he's also well respected and he's been in the business for so long. Uh, you know what accolades can you really say about Jim Ross? Yeah. Um, has he made a champion? Was he? You know what I'm saying? I mean, uh, like I'm not trying to discredit the guy. I'm not, but I'd never really hear. Um, a wrestler saying that they're giving credit to Jim Ross for their wrestling career, you know? So that's where I'm coming from with it. I, I look at it on both sides and I agree with both sides, but sometimes the wrestler in me looks at it that in that direction of, uh, you never stepped into the ring, buddy. You don't know what it's like. So
1: that, uh, uh we have, um, for, wait, wait, what Jim, Jim Ross is on the line.
0: Yeah. Well, hang oh, up on him.
1: Hold, hold um, on. Hold on. Tell him
0: I already bought a Stone bottle. Cole, Stone Cold, Stone Cold, Stone Cold, Stone Cold, Bone Cold. He broke him in half. Yeah, 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 I already bought a bottle, so he can
1: I mean, it. if anybody owes their career to Jim Ross, you think Stone Cold Steve Austin? Stone Cold Steve Austin, one thousand percent, Tony. Stone
0: Cold owes his whole career to Jim Ross. I'm <laughs> sorry, man. I think Jim yeah. Ross was just a mark for uh, Steve Austin. Uh,
1: no, nah, I think that was yeah. that was him trying to get Stone Cold over, and he did it, and he sold it perfectly. So you
0: mean to tell me that Stone Cold Steve Austin wouldn't have gotten over if it wasn't for Jim Ross? He wouldn't have gotten
1: as big as <laughs> he was <laughs> without Jim Ross. And that's the bottom line.
0: Okay. All right. Interesting conversation. <laughs> but uh, finally, in my rumors, one goal AEW has with Sting, oh boy, don't is say, say to that. elevate Darby Allen into a bigger star. Uh, I thought you were gonna say to fight Cody, but um, well that, well that's <laughs> happening regardless.
1: <laughs> regardless, uh, that's man. happening. Uh, 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 I don't man. hate it. I don't love it. I don't hate it though. I'm not that. I'm
0: listen. Everybody knows, I am not a fan of Darby Allen. I'm for not. Real? I'm not. Huh? Yeah, for fake. Um, <laughs> I am not. I'm not a fan of Darby Allen. And if they're trying to use Sting to try to elevate this dude, no, I'm I'm not with it. I really. Am. When was the last time Darby Allen fought, though? I think it was for the for the TNT three weeks ago. Right?
2: Yeah. No, yeah. I think he was in a tag team match with Cody, like. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was with uh Cody and uh wow. Yeah, but oh, so he's just gonna sit up there. I don't know. Yeah. I don't
0: know. And does that stare give me a break? I can go on. But okay, I'm-
1: so we're gonna go and give Mr. Tony a break. No, no.
0: <laughs> no, no. Alright, that's all I got for rumors. Rick, what do you got for injury? Cameron Graham. Is not going
1: to the moon anytime soon because <laughs> oh, he had no. uh, arthroscopic knee surgery. Yes, he did. He's going to be out for four to six weeks. Yeah, uh, maybe just,
0: less, maybe less. Yeah. Now I will say this, um, I, and I forgot about last week's show. when I remember when I said that I had uh, like some news that I was going to say, and I was blaming you for it, Rick. Remember? Yes. And yes. I never did, I never did announce it. But uh, <laughs> so here it is. Uh, what I wanted to to, to say was that um, what's his name, Cameron Grimes, right now is one of my favorite wrestlers in NXT, <laughs> and I blame you for that, right? I do. His Cameron character, Grimes. his character, the right. way he talks is so fucking annoying. <laughs> <Funny>. <laughs> But it works, he's an ugly dude.
2: (laughs) I've always hated this guy, but I don't know. Like, (laughs) since he's he keeps it, I see him. It's like, uh, there's something about him, yeah. Yeah. And
1: we hated him, we hated him when he first got there. I was like, what's with this hairy guy, (laughs) yeah, stomping people on the chest and winning matches in seconds,
0: yes, (laughs) yep. And why they were pushing him was beyond me, but he started to grow on me as I gave him a chance. And it was just funny to me because, like I said, he uh, his character, everything is just it's right on. I like it. I like it. But I'll be honest. I don't like I didn't like the story he line he was doing with Dexter Loomis.
2: Oh, Sarah,
0: like because honestly, I think for me, he was doing most of the work. Yeah. And to tell that story, they needed both of them. But I get what they're doing with Dexter Loomis. You know, they're trying to make him not talk. They're trying to make him look creepy, like serial killerish. And and you know what I'm saying. So I get that. I get it. I get it. But for a character like Cameron Grimes, he needs he needs the the verbal altercation with people. You know. Yeah. And I, that's why I didn't like it. But either way, that's what I wanted to say. So there you go. Now you heard. It. And now you it. <laughs>
1: Alright. Uh let's get into the hot tag news this week. Uh yes. Montez Ford. Mm-hmm. Is he a superstar in
2: the making? Um,
0: um Elio, take 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 this one. i 'cause
2: <laughs> I'm gonna okay, so I see uh the first thing they need to do if they wanna if they really wanna make him a super st- into a superstar break him off eventual Dawkins. Okay. And I think uh, I think he could be into the mid card upper card. That problem. So I think I'm going to say, yeah, that, yeah. I think he can be a superstar. And if they just, like, bring him up, bring him up, profits. I'm not liking the team. All right, well, so you
1: br- you break him up. What about Montez Ford do you see that makes him a superstar in the making? You just get, like, the personality, the way he's presented. All right, his personality and yeah. ring ability.
0: Yeah. But what about main event, though? Is he a main inventor? Can he do it? Now, just before you say something, though, Elio, but... You got to remember, too, a lot of people said the same thing about Kofi Kingston. Woo! So, um, so
2: they say Kofi
0: Kingston.
2: Yeah. If they give it time, start him in the mid-card, mid-topic card, and mid slowly push him. I think he could be in the main event.
0: You think he can do it? Yeah. Yep.
2: Yep. Okay. All right. Yeah. I yep. mean, I, I don't think I could twist his arm any harder than that. Um,
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, I, you know, I, I, I want to hear what people have to say because for me, it, when you tell me, when you ask me about that, I mean, a couple of months ago, we were comparing him to Booker T and yes.
3: saying, hey,
1: the, the, but the, the next couple of months, maybe it has to do with quarantine and COVID. Maybe it's just my brain is scrambled from being at home all the time. Mm-hmm. It, it, It's, I hate him now. I really? can't stand the tag team. I really hate this tag team. I want them to fucking lose the
0: belts. I don't like it. No. Uh, before you go on, Rick, I will say this um i i've for the first time ever i watched uh talking smack okay. last night um yeah. and montez ford and angela dawkins were on it and it was funny because um Sami Zayn then interrupted with the sammy awards which was hilarious um and he was talking about Montez Ford and Angelo Dawkins, and he's saying, look at how you guys are dressed. Montez Ford actually looks decent. He's in a suit. Angelo Dawkins, you're wearing a jumpsuit, for Christ's sake. That is not a superstar and blah, blah, blah. Like, I was just like, wow, I didn't – I just caught that. I didn't even realize it. But, I mean, even though it was just an appearance, one looked like a, stup- a superstar, dressed like a superstar. The other one really didn't, which yeah. is Angel Dawkins. So, I mean – you know, looking at that and and, and and hearing Sami Zayn make that comment. Uh, now, mind you, it's television, and I get it. Outside of television, um, does it really matter? Um, you know what I'm saying? I mean, but I'm more interested, Rick. Would you? What your comment? You hate them? Why? I, mean, I hate them.
1: It, it, it's just annoying. The whole street profits, and we want the smoke and the cups and all that. First of all, those amount of cups, man, you're you're killing the planet. I mean, <laughs> where's Daniel Bryan at? Daniel Bryan's know, right? just like a producer. Be freaking out. Pick up the cups. Pick them up. We can reuse them. So they- <laughs> I'm pretty like, sure they
0: do, though, to be honest.
1: I mean, I hope they're reshooting them. Like, just yeah. keep reshooting. Don't yeah. buy new cups. Well, um, actually, the
0: cups are blue because they're in SmackDown. Yeah, right? yeah. So, so. I know they had to buy a whole trough of blue cups. Yeah. Uh, solo uh, blue cups.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, for me, but, but Angelo. But then, yeah, it,
0: you you got a, like, uh, newfound hatred. What the fuck's going on?
1: <laughs> and I'm just annoyed with it. I'm just annoyed. What are you it's annoyed just, with? Because <laughs> it reminds me of the new day. It's just I can't take you guys seriously. I can't. But what? And you know what is what? he
0: doing think, to to make you feel like that? I don't. I don't. I've never
3: seen
1: it. It's just the same thing over and over again. Shaking the ropes and then just uh, uh getting fucking crazy and the fa- the facial expressions he makes. It's mm. just like I can't take you seriously, dude. And you know what? I just. I'm just getting over it. Well, well for, me, for
2: me, Central Dawkins, the whole, yeah. Like, I don't know how many times I heard it last night on SmackDown. Oh,
0: yes. mm. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm, I'm sitting there
2: and all I hear is, yeah, like, that, see what you mean with that. No, 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 no,
1: Elio, Elio, you got to do it. You got to do it, Elio. Let me hear the Angelo Dawkins, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Oh, uh, I have to say, uh, no, this is, uh, no.
0: Is, is he a main inventor? That, that's He's the, an that's absolute main question. inventor. Yes, he, is?
1: he can be. He can be. Yes, he can be a main inventor. I absolutely see him in the picture. I actually think he'll be a better title holder than Kofi Kingston ever was, for sure. Wow. But the nonsense with the Street Profits got to end. Um, be more serious. Take it. Uh, I, I'm just, I just don't like the New Day. And I feel like the new, new day is rubbing off on of them on the wrong way, and you think uh, so? the comedy act. I just don't. I, I can't take them seriously right now. Um, okay. Once upon a time, I thought they were. I thought they were legit, but uh, I, I don't know what happens when they go from NXT to to the main roster. They just mm-hmm. become goofier tag teams. You know, mm-hmm. you can't take them seriously. Look at the Viking Raiders. They became a yeah. the comedy act after fucking killing people on mm-hmm. NXT. So, yeah, is he uh, a main eventer? Absolutely. Will he be one? We'll
0: see. What do you wow.
3: think?
0: No, I, I think he can be. Um, but here's the deal. The true test for me uh, about Montez Ford is watching a couple of his singles matches. We've never really seen him in a singles match. I think maybe once or twice, if that. Yeah. I mean, whenever
1: when do... they find a tag team, they split yeah. him up. Yeah,
0: Yeah, they do the one match and then the one match or one singles match and singles match before the pay-per-view, da-da-da. And they kind of, oh, they always split it 50-50. But um, I'm talking about a singles run. Yeah. Uh, Knock on wood, I don't want ever to wish this on anybody, but if Angelo Dawkins was hurt, (laughs) they? <laughs> you think it's over? Really? You don't think that they will just say, "You know what? Let's go with a singles push for." Oh no, no, no! Uh, it,
3: yeah,
1: I'm saying it's over for Angelo Dawkins. It would be Angela, over for
0: him. Yeah, he exactly. can never get hurt. If he gets hurt, it's over. It, it is. I think they're so gonna push this
1: guy to the mood.
0: Um, with uh, Montez Ford, though, I do see him. I can't see him as a main eventer. I really can't. He, does he have to stop with the shaking of the ropes and over? Uh, to me, he's overhyped. he's overhyped or he's over, no, let me change that he's overhyping himself yes (laughs) does he need to take it or tone it down a bit, I'd say about uh, a hair if that, his wrestling speaks for himself, he's really good he's really good and I think he can do he can do a main event type uh, uh, match now let me ask you guys another question too I'm going to throw this out there. You think he needs to bulk up a little bit? or is, I mean, Oh, is yeah. Skinny? Yeah, he needs
1: yeah. to bulk up. He, he's too skinny. Yeah.
0: All right. Um, I think he is a main eventer. I really do. He, I think he can do it. Um, he has a lot of passion, this kid. He does. When he's talking and he's doing his promos, I've seen him do a serious promo. I've seen him do a funny promo. Yes, I think his promos are good. His promo work is re- very good. And he talks with passion uh passion in Spanish <laughs> and and I mixing that with his wrestling, I think he can do it. I think he can. Everybody Elio hit moves. him with the passion in Italian. I see on it.
2: Passione. Passione
0: hey. <laughs> cosi. cosi All right. He he said uh the dancing guy <laughs> and then he go he went on to say um dancing wrestlers don't make it far, and especially in the serious main event part of the sport. Uh,
1: I mean, calling them dancing guys is not respectful. I mean, they're not, well, they don't dance. They don't
0: do that. The New Day does that. <laughs>
2: yeah. Wrong not black guys. Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, Lord. Josh Sanders says, God, I hope not. But maybe a heel turn could change my mind. I find them sometimes to be a little too much. Enzo and Cass were better at the, uh, at the New Age outlaw type of entrance. I think I have to disagree with that.
1: I mean, yeah. I
0: really do. And I'm going to tell you why. Go ahead. Um, huh. He might be right, though, about the heel part. Right? Yes, yes, I agree he with might that. might be I mean. right about that. Um, what did he say about the other one? <laughs> and Enzo and so Cass were better with the New yeah. Age outlaw? Yeah. No. That, that was a whole different gimmick in, it, in itself. I don't know. I, I kinda disagree with that comment. I can't even remember what they used to say. Who? Enzo Enzo you, Cass. I was gonna say if you ain't down with that, he's just yeah, no, not and that. I was gonna Um what do you oh, damn. Uh, and what you can't
1: it? do that. And you can
0: teach that. Then you uh, can't <laughs> teach that. That's yeah. what it was. Yeah. Oh yeah. that God. was the whole stick of it though. Um that's you know what, that's a good question though. I mean Shit, I, I haven't heard anything about Big Cass. I haven't heard anything about Enzo. Enzo, like, for
1: whatever reason, is all over collar and elbow brand.
0: Yes, I saw that. I saw it. I
1: don't, I don't know what they're doing. Al, can you give, write us a letter? Or yeah. in our conference meeting next month, can you tell us what the hell is going on? Exactly.
0: Interesting. But uh, no, uh, back to Montez Ford. I do. He is, I, I think he can't be a, a, a main eventer. I do see him as a main eventer, and I, I think he can he can throw a good match, and I think he can do it. Why are you the way that you are? Oh, that fucked up. Honestly,
2: every time I try to do something fun or exciting, you make it not.
1: It's not. That it's way. not nice, right? No.
2: I hate <laughs> so much about the things that you choose to be. It's fucked up. I tried.
1: I can see Montez Ford being on main events. He can main event, main event. (laughs) That is the most disgusting laugh I've ever heard in my life. In fact, I think that's the first time I ever heard you
0: laugh.
3: Yeah.
0: (laughs) Who the hell? All right. So if anybody else has some interesting facts about Montez Ford, go ahead and drop us a line on our Facebook page. Or if you have uh, a suggestion for the hot tag news of the week. Uh, drop it on our Facebook page. We'll answer it. We'll probably make it the hot tag news of that week. Uh, with that being said, uh, let's take a pause, shall we? Let's do it. We'll take a pause, and when we come back, we got this week in wrestling and the return of the WWE TLC TPV points game. <laughs> Hi, uh, I'm WWE
3: superstar Charlotte Flair, also known as the Queen, and uh, listen to wrestling POV. Podcast and always do it with flair.
1: Woo! And we are back, ladies and gentlemen. Make sure you go to pro dot com slash wrestling POV. Get yourself a wrestling POV podcast shirt today for nineteen ninety nine plus shipping and handling. You don't want to miss out on these great opportunities. We have so many options. We have four options, which is twenty five percent each. You know, you know what I'm saying. Go get
0: a shirt today.
1: (laughs) Um, Also, guys, we have uh, wrestling POV global every Friday, which they. Go in-depth for uh, AEW, but they also cover Impact. They also cover MLW. They also cover New Japan Pro Wrestling with Elio Canella, TJ Logan, and Andy Anderson every Friday on iTunes, YouTube, poppy Spotify, iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio for free. Also, you have us every Saturday covering WWE. You know that, me, Big Tony, and Elio Canella, and uh, Miguel Cole. Also, we have every Tuesday, WPOV Quarantine, our Zoom-based show, where uh, we cover random wrestling topics, and uh, we have a plethora of guests. Uh, we've had D'Lo Brown, we've had uh, Bruce Hart, we've had uh, give me one more, Elio, one more, one more, <laughs> more. Vega. No, no, one
3: more. Davio Sabio Vega,
1: Davio Vega, Bushwhacker yeah. Luke. Yep. I mean, we have a lot of big names coming up. Uh, don't miss out every Tuesday. WPOV Quarantine. And also we have aftermath WPOV aftermath after every pay-per-view you will hear from us or one of us or two of us, or maybe all of us uh, after (laughs) pay-per-view. So stay tuned after the TLC pay-per-view. You'll hear from all of us again for the WPOV aftermath. Uh, We'll be announcing the WPOV champion on aftermath as well. So stay tuned for that. All right. Uh, Tony, let's get rolling.
0: All right, let's get to Raw. <laughs> All right, I'm just going to go straight into it. My high point of Raw was the whole Bray Wyatt thing, the segments that he was involved in. Okay. I really liked it. I mean, I like the character. I like what he's doing. Um, apparently, uh, Alexa Bliss is still filming Punky Brewster. <laughs> <the show. laughs> so she's over there. Um but I, I hope she's back by TLC. I mean, yeah, it's terrible timing. Yeah, exactly. Um, now they have in that match. What's that match? What do they call it? The fire the firefly fire F- firefly inferno match. Inferno match. There we go. Um, I'm actually looking forward to that. I really am. <laughs>
1: um, all right. I will pay you one dollar, Tony, to say Firefly Inferno
0: match. Not right now. Not right now. <laughs> not right now. That's not happening. <laughs> and, uh, no, no, not, 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 right now. not, right now. All right, uh, <laughs> Jesus. Um, and also the AJ Styles match too against Seamus. I thought that was pretty decent. Um, I gave that one a three. Um, but I think the one thing that stood out for me the most was just the whole Bray Wyatt thing. I mean, the yeah. whole segment, I like how they spread it out. It wasn't overbearing and it wasn't, you know, uh, Two less, I guess. They did it the right way, and uh, the storytelling on it was pretty decent. So, uh, Elio, what was your highest points overall?
2: Yeah, I got the same. I gave the Seamus H. Styles a three and yeah. uh, the whole Firefly Funhouse segments.
0: Yeah. Yep.
2: Points, yep. All
1: right. Maya, I- I'm still laughing because I-, I definitely want to hear by the end of this show the Firefly Inferno match. <laughs> yeah, sure.
0: <laughs> Not show. In fact, maybe let's, an <laughs> aftermath
1: Firefly Funhouse Inferno match, Tony Diaz. Um, oh. for me, uh, and this is about to blow your socks off. My Dude, highest boy. point was a 3.5, and I gave it to Lana defeating Nia Jax. What? Really, why? What this, first of all, was an amazing pin combination, the way she kicked her off that top.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <And> the, <Yeah.
3: laughs>
1: I mean, she had her face in that cooter. I mean, that, <laughs> I mean, Why? if Nia Jax was to fart, she would have had pink eye and both eyes. Oh like, that's how close <laughs> she was. Um, but, no, I love the match. I love the beatdown afterwards. I think the beatdown afterwards was what really sold me on this. Yeah. They really. Lana really sold it well as someone that was going through pain, like yeah. she had her arm broken and then getting. Please no, please, begging to not get her fucking leg crushed. I thought it was amazing. I got goosebumps watching it. I was just like, at, at one point, I was on my phone and I just looked up and I said, "Yo, this is this is all right, all right, let's keep my phone down, all right, yeah. I'm into this." Um, yeah, I was really excited by it. I am looking forward to see what they do with Lana in the future. Um, obviously. Yo, does she make a return? Does Mandy and, and Dana fill in their spot? I, I would, um, what would you rather see? Would you rather see Lada come back? Like, would that be like a heroic thing? A yeah. her?
0: Yes. Yes. My my thing is is that I wish they kind of made more sense of it. As far as here is a pay per view called TLC, Tables, Ladders, and Chairs. This would have been the perfect opportunity for yes. them to do a Lana versus um, uh, uh, Nia Jax match uh, tables match. Yep. This would have been the perfect opportunity. Now, I don't know. Maybe they, they saw it and was just like, uh, we need to change because uh, maybe Lana can't hoist up Nia Jax. Who the fuck knows? Yeah, um, And she's uncomfortable with it. Who, like I said, who knows? Who knows? Uh, but this would have been a perfect opportunity for that. Uh, with that beatdown that they did, they should have um, – uh, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, if they're going the route of having Lana do the comeback, okay, fine. Sure. yeah, um, That's cool. But she's going to eventually need her receipt on Nia Jax. Yeah, and for sure. That's what people are waiting for. And just like you said about with the Roman Reigns thing taking too long – If they do the same thing with this and take too long, people are not going to be interested in it.
1: Exactly. No, I agree with you. But yeah, that was my highest point. I I really enjoyed it.
0: Okay. All right. Uh, Now, uh, the lowest point. Uh, For me, um, it was Mace versus uh, Ricochet. I mean, I'm glad they gave him the win because he needed it. Retribution in itself needed that win. Absolutely. But here's my question, and I'm going to throw this to both of you guys. If if Ricochet keeps losing these matches, why does he need to join Re- uh, Retribution? It, for me, that doesn't really make sense. Why would that? Why? Wait, no. Why would Retribution want him if he keeps losing these matches? Because he belongs in there, according to them.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my lord! But yeah, I, that, just, that, I don't
2: that, know. I just don't like this faction, Retribution. Uh, but but they can do so
0: much with it.
2: But they're not doing it they're, but see, but they're and they're not they could do so much, but they're not doing it yeah they're, they're going about it the wrong way
0: Yeah, they are they are uh I, I, okay, you convinced me, Elio. <laughs> 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 um but that that was the one that really uh that set me off and the riddle too versus MV ah, MVP uh I don't know now I heard this also. That Vince really likes Matt Riddle's goofiness, and that's why they keep doing these little spots with him. Now I got to—he's good at it. He is good at it. Um, Now let me ask you guys a question: What's worse, the uh, bro nuts or bootios? (laughs) Greg, bootios for sure.
1: I don't want to eat anything that says booty.
0: I don't either. But (laughs) what's worse is bro nuts. <laughs> ah, ah, I
1: got it. I just got it.
2: Ah. <laughs> Elliot, what's worse? They're, They're both terrible. They're both terrible.
0: My is terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry to say, I'm I, I cannot justify going to a, a donut shop and say, "Yo, let me get them bro nuts." <laughs> it doesn't work, especially <laughs> if they were munchkins. <laughs> 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 Oh my god, that is just terrible. All right, um, Elio, what are your low points?
2: My low points the nightmare before TLC segment oh, that was yes. bad. I gave Dis- it 0.5,
1: disgusting. I agree with Elio. A 0.5 on the nightmare before TLC, and
0: my other point <laughs> 0.5 is. No, right. I was going to say, you didn't think the the way Jim Morrison dressed as Drew McIntyre was funny? <laughs> no.
2: nothing <laughs> not that it was funny. I just don't know. I'm sitting there I'm like,
0: no. What was the other yeah. one you said?
2: And my other one was uh, the Elias segment.
0: Okay. They, they showed uh, Riker. I like
1: that. I enjoyed it. I, I, I thought it was good. I like Jackson Riker in that role no, now. but I mean, I, then, then,
2: then our truth i um,
1: Oh yeah. oh, yeah. But yeah. but you had you had to develop – you had to show that uh, Jackson Riker is not going to uh, stand for uh, yeah. for Elias being interrupted anymore. So mm-hmm. that's what that whole thing was supposed to be.
3: Right.
1: But uh, I would have liked to see Elias win the 24-7 title and have Jackson Riker as his enforcer that keeps him from losing that title. I yeah. thought that would have been a good thing, but uh, mm-hmm. they didn't do that. All uh, right. Those
0: low points, Rick. Right?
1: My low point was the nightmare before TLC. It was deplorable. Mm. There was nothing funny about it. I didn't <laughs> ha ha or no. hee-hee-hee or ho ho about anything. It was just bad overall. No. Everything about it. AJ Styles trying to portray. Oh yes, uh huh. <laughs> yes. yes, I like it. Stay within the. script. They're not like <laughs> it's not in the script. I know no. it's stupid. Though no. right. I- I'm over Miz, over it.
0: Are you really over it? All right. all right, all right, so overall, um, I gave Raw a two, a two, wow, yeah, okay, a two, a little b- a below average match, but uh, show, so yeah, yeah, Elliot, what'd you give it? I a 1.2, 1.2 that's low. I
1: gave it a two as well, okay, all two. right, let's get into the NXT POV, mama P- mia. P- yeah.
2: Oh, all right. He got bad news for
1: you. <laughs> <laughs> He's not there anymore. Um, For me, uh, Ooh, the Wade lowest Mary? point... No, he he... Um, I know. When he said, I'm afraid I've got some bad news for you, it's saying that Mario is not there oh. anymore. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, see, you guys fucking ruined it! <laughs> uh, I, 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 I
2: didn't see nothing. <laughs>
1: <laughs> all <laughs> right, uh, for me, the lowest point uh, and it wasn't, it wasn't because it was a bad, uh, I mean it was Shotzi defeating Indy Hartwell by yep. DQ. I gave that a 1.5. That was my lowest, uh, wow. thing on the, on the show. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, it wasn't because it was bad. Cause I think the show overall was a really good show, but that was yeah. just my weakest point of, of the show. I, I enjoyed it, but not to the full extent of the way. Yeah.
0: Uh, Tony, what was your low points? Uh, The low points for me, it was uh, the Shotzi versus Indy Hardwell. Now, I got to ask a question. Wasn't she, like, wearing a neck brace just like last week? Yeah, she took it off. And then she took it off. (laughs) That doesn't make sense. Uh, It's like, come on now. Um, What do you want, Bob Orton? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs)
3: Yes.
0: (laughs) Fuck it. Yes, I do.
1: (laughs) Indy Hartwell um, Orton with the neck brace for twenty years. Twenty years, yeah, yeah,
0: and uh, yeah, that was my lowest point of, of NXT. wasn't really a big fan. Um, Ever Rise though is starting to grow on me, but I don't,
3: right? I don't know. They're
0: they're 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 starting to be a little bit too much though. Uh, they just need to tone it down just a tad, just a tad, and we will uh, be okay. Yeah, 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 but no, my lowest was Shotzi but versus Indy Hartwell, and I'm a huge fan of Shotzi. Let me tell you. Huge fan, uh, but I wasn't a fan of this match, so gave it a one and a half. By the way,
2: uh, Elio, this one I gave it a one. That that was my little point. The uh, Rashad Seek like Heart Hartwell match.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, gave, give give uh, that a one. We all know uh, T.J. Logan would have gave that a seventeen because <laughs> he has this infatuation. I think it's unhealthy with uh, Candace LeRae. We got to get him some help with that. Oh
0: really? Does he?
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but speaking of infatuation. Zia Lee. Yes. Zia Lee. Yes. Yo, if I ever wanted to be somebody that got their ass kicked more, I would, <laughs> at that moment, fucking kick me in the chest, baby.
0: <laughs> or kick you in the bro nuts. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like, at, at that point, w- the, the sweat and the, the sports top, I was just like, treat me like I'm Boa, baby. Like, that was just... <laughs> So wow. where, do you, where do you see this going? I mean, I where is it going? I, I don't care. I don't care. I just keep showing me
2: slutty Like I <laughs> will say like some 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 weeks of vignettes an are missing, are missing with me, like the one week with the dunking the head in the water repeatedly. But um yeah. the all the other ones with the, all the blows, like okay, mm-hmm. I wanna I really want to see where they're going with this.
0: Yeah, so do I.
3: Yeah.
1: So do I. <laughs> um, yeah, so for me. Uh, the my highest point was Kyle O'Reilly defeating Pete Dunn. Yep, game out a four. That was a fucking badass match. It was a beat down, drag him out kind of match. It was a great match. You get Kyle O'Reilly versus Finn Balor again, which I I approve of. I, I mean, I would have preferred to see Pete Dunn face off against Kyle O'Reilly, but I'm not mad that Kyle O'Reilly got the win. So for me, the the highest point, like I said, was O'Reilly defeating Pete Dunne with a four. Um, That's where I'm going with that. Uh, Tony, what was your high point of NXT?
0: Yeah, it was definitely the uh, Kyle O'Reilly versus Pete Dunne match. I mean, it was really good. I gave it a three and a half. It was a really good match. I was entertained by the whole thing.
2: The
1: whole thing? Yeah, the whole thing.
0: All right, uh, Elio. I got uh, two
2: highlights. I got that one. The Pete Dunne, Kyle O'Reilly gave a three, and uh, Rhea Ripley, Tony Storm.
0: Yes. Okay, yeah, yes, yes. Actually, my bad. That one too. Yes. <laughs> you want to talk about uh Kylie Lee. Uh Kylie Lee. What a, yeah. where the fuck was I going with that? Z Lee. I, see, I'm all flabbergasted <laughs> because of Tony Storm Your <laughs> <and> her assets. <laughs> Good lord. Um uh, <laughs> No, that one I gave a three and a half too. Really, really entertaining. that. I love the story maybe, that told in the
1: ring. Maybe Josh Sanders has a point about bringing back the sex appeal. <laughs> <laughs> Either that or we're just three horny old guys.
3: <laughs> oh, yeah, wow. Wow. <laughs> wow.
0: But no, but to have that as a, the main event, I didn't that have a problem. A with lot. It. I yeah. didn't have a problem no, with it it's... and I liked it. <laughs> I liked
1: it, 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 it. I liked it. it, 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 it. <laughs> <laughs> what I didn't like to did was Dexter Loomis is going to be hosting New Year's yes. Eve. Yes.
2: You have to talk, you just
1: didn't talk. It just doesn't make sense.
0: Now nah, I will uh do a side note. Carrying cross. Yes. Come home Yes. I was hyped. Yep. I was hyped. Loved it.
1: Yes. I loved it too. It was good. It was amazing. It was awesome. Yeah, it was uh awesome. yes. Um, overall though, I gave uh NXT a two point four this week, Tony. Wow, I gave it a two point three this week. All right, and Elio two point two wow okay okay we're all in the same vicinities. yeah All right. that's a word
2: yeah exactly <laughs> Elio go ahead <laughs> it is time for okay it's time for AEW dynamite
0: dynamite look at that we, we all tried right. Elio. we tried <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, you do you
0: do... <laughs> oh it's and then dynamite my bad my bad no we did do that right I did, uh, did the dynamite <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay, it was okay, Tony. What do you got for your high points?
0: Oh, you know, uh, I was, I was, I was, I was mad at AEW. I really was. Yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> uh If I really had to pick, I will say I like the Cody versus Angelical match. I gave You're it a blasphemous. No, so I'm oh. blasphemous. But oh. the thing of it is, you know, I've been saying this for the longest time. Angelico is probably one of the biggest underrated stars they have there. He is good.
3: I don't I've been see saying it.
0: that since his Lucha Underground days. He is good. He has that swagger about him. He has that 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 just the character, and the man knows how to wrestle. He comes up with some crazy shit when he's wrestling. So he, I, gave, I, I gave it that one, Cody versus Angelico. Sorry. I
1: have to say about Angelico that he, he's too lanky. He reminds me of fucking yeah. Alex
0: Wright, for God's sake. Yes. Okay. All right. All right. No, you're right. I still like it because it's something about it that... Uh, Why really, does he dance like... <laughs> I, <yeah. laughs> Alex Wright. If, if, if people could see the video right now, they could be like... <laughs> Stick to podcasting, guys. <laughs> but it's true, but it's not just that. I mean, he he's good. I'm telling you, they he's one of the most underrated stars they have in AEW, my opinion. Yeah, but no, no, I gave it a three, Elio. Okay, right. All right. My highest point was uh
1: This is weird that I'm saying this. Matt Hardy and Private Party defeating Adam Page in the Dark Order. (laughs) I gave that a 2.5, and that shows you that I did not enjoy the show. Um, (laughs) Wow.
0: But Dark
1: Order, I I really enjoyed it. Great opening. I thought I was in for a a great show after a great opening like that, but no, I wasn't. Um, Wow. But, yeah, that was my highest point.
0: But what do, what do you guys think about the whole Adam Page and Dark Order thing? I like, love it. He came out in cowboy
2: suit. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm, so, I'm interested. I want to, him to see where this goes, if he actually joins or if he's like yeah. just setting them up. Uh, or he may be
0: the new leader, because where the fuck is Brody <laughs> Lee? Exactly. Where the hell has he been? <laughs> They've been mentioning him here and there. So I'm guessing uh, he should be coming back soon. Yeah, <laughs> I I,
2: I sure. yeah my uh, high my high point was uh, that Hardy Private Party uh, Dark Order match gave that one a two.
1: Okay, wow, a two is your highest point. That's interesting, because it was a bad show. It was really bad. I, I don't know what they're doing. Um, and, and I'll just just say this: the promos and uh, Andy Anderson mentioned this on the show: the swearing. Why is Top Flight swearing and calling people bitches? Guys, (laughs) you don't even got hair on your balls yet. Your balls haven't dropped.
0: Jesus Christ.
1: You're out here calling people bitches. Like, relax yourself. Like, don't call. Come on. It's not believable.
0: Now, I will will say this. Sorry, Elio. But I will say this, okay? The acclaimed. uh, And I said this in our private group chat. I said the acclaimed versus Top Flight needs to happen. And it does. And the reason why? Just hear me out.
3: Yeah,
1: go now, ahead. Now,
0: Elio, you mentioned <laughs> earlier. You said Top Flight is young; they're getting started, but they're a good tag team. And so is the Acclaim. The Acclaim has that attitude of let us give us a shot. Let me show you what I what we got. But I think a program, and, and it's very rarely done, but a program between these two teams. Being so young and being – they're not too green. I don't want to say that. There's they, still little spots here and there that I've seen with them too that, uh, that shows that they're new. Um, but I think if they work together, they can throw an amazing match. That's why I said it needs to happen. They're young and they're hungry, okay? They will probably throw – probably one of the best matches in AEW that – uh, when they have their tag with the with the young bucks and whoever's, but I, I think throwing them two guys, those two groups together, they will throw an amazing match because they both have something to prove that they belong in AEW, that they belong in the tag world, that they belong to be shown the world what they can do, and I, I think they can do it. I hear you, and I understand what you're saying.
1: No, you don't. Not right now. Not right now. Because no, down the road, cause, uh, they down, just uh, how much up. further down exactly. the road exactly? You heard what Elio said because they just showed up, and yeah, if exactly. one team loses, that means fine. one team is better. No, not right now. No. you need to wait until they need to establish themselves some more, they need to get some wins under their belts. Um,
2: and what you said about these guys, these rappers, um, <laughs> the yeah, acclaim, I gotta ask what do you guys think about the, the whole rap thing in the beginning. The, that was... Yeah, no, you say what it was. Say what uh, it was. It was crap. I didn't like it. <laughs> I didn't like it at all.
0: Yeah they, yeah, they can do away with that. I agree. Yeah. I agree. But those, those, I'm telling you, those two teams are talented. Listen, I see. It. I see as, a, it. as a heel team, it. I'm not upset at the rapping. What
1: I am upset about is Frankie Kazarian then rapping and doing a better <laughs> yeah. job actually. Oh, but the, <laughs> the problem is they I mean, shouldn't be making fun of that. It right. should be the heels getting over with their rapping, whatever. At the end of the yeah. day, you know. But do,
0: but do you know what though? What that reminds me. of? It, it, I don't know why, but it just reminds me of John Cena doing it. You know, it's like absolutely, right, yeah. It's been done before. Do we really want to hear this again? You know,
1: I like it. I. I, it's, I don't not hate it. it's not bad.
0: It's not bad. I'm not. It's you know that is too terrible. But I mean, it's not crap like said. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: Helio said
1: if it's not vanilla ice
3: it's not rap. Oh, he vanilla said ice, that it's uh,
0: Don't go <laughs> chasing waterfalls, waterfalls. Yeah, fuck this shit. <laughs> <laughs> so, that was my reasoning behind it. I agree with what you said, okay. but I, I want to see it now, right now. So next week on on AEW <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Go ahead. All
2: right. So low points. Start you with
0: uh we didn't do low points? All, all right. right. But no, low. We, no,
2: we know we did no. high points. Oh,
1: my bad. <laughs> no, my low points was uh deep and swole defeating mm-hmm. Eagles and Diamante. I gave that a one. Yeah, um I don't see what people see and I'm gonna say it again, is Serena Deep. I don't I either. see I, 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 I can see the wrestling attributes from it. it uh, all right, it's a, it's okay. I mean, when I saw her fight against other Rosa, I was like, oh, okay, I see what people are saying. But this woman's division is trash. Oh, it's,
0: yeah, it's, it's not bad. bad.
1: It is god-awful. And uh, Serena Deeb is not selling it for me. I'm sorry. No. She,
0: it's I, what it's the look. It is? No.
1: What it's you, the, it's look. the look. Really? You think she look? looks like she's... A, a, uh, oh, let's see. Be nice, Rick. She, <laughs> looks, she looks like a grandma trying to be young. <laughs> And she Cougar. is, young. She no, she look no, no. Cougar is a sexy. She looks like an <laughs> oh, old man. woman trying to be like, hey, guys, I'm hip to the <laughs> how, skip. How old is she? She's like 34. Wow, and you're calling her a grandma, huh? She looks it.
0: I just can't, I can't get behind it. The look is what's attracting like, me. I agree, but I think it's something else. Uh, I don't know. Uh, could it be good? Ah oh, man. I'm trying to make sense of it. And maybe yeah. the presentation? The I think presentation. it's. Uh, it has to be. It has it's to be something.
2: I
1: mean, it's it's throwing me off for a loop. Tony, what's I'll your low point? I'll figure it out. Huh? <laughs> what was
0: your low point? Uh, no, it was that it was Serena and Swell versus Eva and Diamante. I mean, the only thing I liked about that match was um, um, Diamante. <laughs> 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 Do I dare say the rest? I mean. We talk about uh, Liv Morgan's cage wedgie. Jesus Christ, um, Diamante. Um, not saying to change it. <laughs> but no, this match, I mean, the women's division is trash in AEW. I'm sorry. And I'm a huge fan of Lee. I'm a bigger fan of Diamante now after this match. But uh, it was just, I was bored. I was bored out of my mind. Uh, they need to start, uh, I don't know. I don't know, to be honest. The, the whole women division is just so shot up. Um, i still going to stick by my word, though, and say that uh, Sheeta is the best one they have right now, and they're not even doing right by her. Yeah. So, um, but the thing, too, you know, we talked about Serena Deep, Big Swole, too. Big know, is terrible. I'm, I'm over her. It's like I'm, I'm trying to give her a shot, though. You know, so when she's wrestling, I'm trying to, okay, let's look at it positive. Let's see what she got. That was bad. That was bad. What the fuck is she doing? Oh, that was bad, too. Oh, come on. And, you know, so I don't go in disliking her. I go in like, show me what you got. And if she brought
1: her, her personality that she has online into the wrestling world, I would probably like her more. Oh, um, really? When Cedric won his match, she said, oh, Zaddy won the match. And then she has a, a a meme that has a girl with her legs open that says, insert here.
0: Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> wow <laughs> okay there we go yeah but that's my lowest it's just that tag match okay so and uh,
2: I gave that one That was I gave that one spinal point as well okay so overall uh, oh. overall I gave AEW this week a 1.8 was not
1: a good show for me
0: wow yeah. I gave it a 1.9 this week he gave that one point five. Wow. wow. Um, so I think is it's that the safe lowest you s- ever given it, Alio? Oh yeah? Sorry? Is that the lowest you ever gave given AEW? I think yeah.
1: Wow. Wow. Um so right now it is time for the Wednesday night delight. Uh NXT versus AEW. Currently we are tied five to five, but I think it's safe to say mm-hmm. that after this week, uh NXT is taking the lead again. Am I correct in saying that?
0: NXT. <laughs> Yeah, and this is the first time these guys actually almost been, well, been deadlocked for a while, right? It's never yeah, happened yeah. Before,
1: huh? Well, just wow. last week was the first time that AEW had the lead, yeah. ever. So yeah. they just lost it in two weeks. Wow. Um, wow. Let's just jump straight into the SmackDown breakdown. Yeah. Um, Elio, what was your low point of the SmackDown? My low point was... Um, so let's get into the low points. Uh, yeah. Yeah.
0: Oh, we'll go to Tony. We'll go to Tony. All right. Well, um, hold on. Let me see. Oh, the Otis versus Shinsuke. Oh my God. Like, I mean, are they seriously doing this with this, with this whole Otis thing? And here, here's my I issue. So. Here's my issue. He was just in the tag. The same thing with Peyton Royce. He was just in the tag with Tucker. Granted. I mean, obviously I guess Tucker's the worst one out of the two. But it was still a decent tag team. Where's Tucker? I forgot all about Tucker. <laughs> Where's <is laughs> Tucker? Tucker, Tucker, hey Tucker, 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 where are you, Tucker? I'm with my Tucker. Okay, I, actually,
2: I gave that one as my little point as well. this versus Nakoshinsuke. Yeah. Give that one. Well, actually, you know what? I just I didn't to, like it.
0: I have to apologize. Actually, that was. Oh, no, that is my lowest point. Never mind. I had two low points. What is it? The other one was the Riot Squad versus Billy Kay and Tamina. Yep. Now, I might sound hypocritical because I'm a huge fan of Billy Kay, but I'm not too big of a fan of the Riot Squad right now. I'm not. And on my side note, and and this is everybody's going to hate me on this, but you know what? I really don't give a shit. I'm going to say it right now. And on top of that, I'm going to post it on our Facebook page, too. Mm -hmm. My side note is Tamina needs a push. There, I said it. Yeah, I said it. Whew. I said it out the door. <laughs> okay, fine, out the door. But she a push, regardless. <laughs> you know, that would be
1: funny. Does should Tamina get a push in yes. wrestling or push out the door?
0: <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ, that's terrible. <laughs> it's over tony I, I, no I got the perfect part. i got the perfect post for it and you guys will see it on our facebook page
1: i'm pretty I'll sure we did up. that one already the way you're talking about the you
0: sure the, I'll, I'll, the I'll psych know. ward one no yeah that was different though i think it was uh yeah well it was something like uh do you like the new look or something like that yeah, yeah and yeah. i did i was looking forward to that what happened She's Tamina, Tony. She's not good. She's good. They're not giving her a chance. Give Tamina a chance. All we are saying, <laughs> oh Let's
1: man, give Tamina a chance.
2: Never do that again.
1: Okay. All right. Uh, my lowest points for me is the Sammy Awards. What incarnation are you guys really? doing?
0: That was not funny. Wow. Now, that is. is it wasn't. It wasn't my lowest point. It almost was, but I still enjoyed it. It was so bad.
1: It's as bad as the T-shirt that they ended up making,
2: thanks to Tony Diaz. You guys I should. I called
0: make, it. Didn't good. I call the it? Check.
2: Yes. That was terrible. That T-shirt.
0: I might buy it. That
1: though. is. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Then Tony says, "You may call me hypocritical. You may not." <laughs> <laughs>
0: Tony Diaz, what was your high point on SmackDown? Um, The highest point for SmackDown for me was the Street Profits versus Dolphin and um, Rude. Bobby yes. Rude. I liked it. I gave it, but unfortunately, I gave it a two and a half. Um, yeah. It was a little bit, I would have to say, a little bit above average, but not a three-level match. But I still enjoyed it. Street Profits, I mean, regardless of how much we do bash on them, um, they're, they're still a good team. It was oh, yeah. a good match. Um. I might have to give more credit to Montez Ford than Angelo Dawkins, but Angelo Dawkins did prove me wrong in this match, though. He had, he had a little bit of fire in him in this match. So, yeah, yeah that's, that was my highest. I gave it a two and a half. Um, yeah, that was it. Um, I did have another low point. I'm sorry. Uh, the Roman promo at the end of the show uh-huh. uh,
1: where he attacks Kevin Owens, I gave that a .5 because really? Kevin Owens got up. Why did Kevin Owens get up?
0: Yeah, yeah no, I hear you.
1: He had a plethora of fucking objects on top of him. Mm-hmm. And he gets, oh, uh, uh, I'm still here, Roman. <laughs> Bro. <laughs> Trying to show his
2: toughness. Uh, yeah. All we okay. doing. Yeah.
1: Uh, Elio, what was your high point?
2: My high point was the Street Profit versus uh, Donald Ziegler, Bobby Roode. And wow. I oh, gave yeah, that man. one a two and uh, the Bianca Belair Bailey match. Okay. Give that one a three.
1: Yeah. Oh, all right. Oh, wow. Yeah. I also gave it a three. That was my highest point. It was Bianca Belair versus Bailey. I love what Bailey did. There was some sloppiness at the end of the match to bit. end the match, but uh, I thought it was a really good match. I think Bianca Belair has a lot going for her, um, and Bailey going with Bailey is probably the best thing. Bailey going over was the right choice, despite what people may think. I think that was a really good Why move. Why you on think that WWE was the part. right choice? um because you want this story's not over yet and bailey is the veteran and bailey is the superstar that bianca belair who in her own words says she wants to achieve she wants to get to her likeness right right so Mm -hmm. bianca has to chase that it can't just happen right away you know um and Mm -hmm. uh bailey winning the way she did by the rake of the eyes yeah uh (laughs) puts her in there so uh
0: Overall, what did you give SmackDown, Tony? Well, uh, before I give my overall, my other side note, I have to do I have to say it's about uh, Carmella. I love Carmella's attitude. I love her new look. I love everything about Carmella right now, and I never used to be a fan of hers. But this I whole know. new look, this whole new attitude is, is different than when she first came. It might be slightly similar, but now I think she's turning that shit up to 10. Yeah, And, and, and not only that, she looks like she's more fit than she used to be. It looks good. It looks good. Shooky, ducky, quack, quackity, quack, quack. <laughs> Steal that one, Booker. Yeah, but, uh know, <laughs> I mean, like, there's something about her. Like, even the outfit she had on last night, I was just like, good Lord, what am I watching here? A watching <laughs> you know, I'm just like, is this really wrestling that I'm watching here? Shit. <laughs> that too, that's what I was doing. But it's just something about Carmella that I'm just like, this is a a nice change for her, even though it doesn't seem like it is. It is, yeah. Like I said, it looks like she's gotten more fit, and and she dragged an attitude along with it, and and I was like, wow. And and again, watching uh, talking smack last night, and that was the first time I've ever saw it. She was on it too, and Booker T was like. Mentioning something, and it was funny because Booker T straight up said, he goes, I don't like Sasha Banks. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> wow. Wow. But uh, So Booker T was saying that um, that uh, Carmella didn't accomplish as much as, as Sasha Banks did. And let me tell you something, Carmella went off on Booker T. She was like, uh, who was the first ever Money in the Bank winner? Who's a, first, a two-time Money in the Bank winner? Who successfully cashed it in on Charlotte Flair? Did Sasha do that? No, he no, she didn't. Like she kept going on and on. I was like, yeah, it's true. she's right. Yeah. She is right. She has accomplished just as much as, as Sasha Banks has. And it was funny because then Carmella was like, you know, bashing <laughs> and Sasha, saying she can't even successfully defend her title. <laughs> I was like, damn, she went there. But uh, that that was my side note. I know it was a long one, but I. I had to say it. Um, overall, though, I gave SmackDown a one point seven five this week.
1: Wow, Elio, I gave it a two. A two. Oh wow, uh, I gave it a one point five. Oh wow. Yeah, it was it was. Was well, not a great show for me. All right, let's go over our Raw versus SmackDown versus NXT. Yeah. Currently, NXT's ahead 18 to Raw's 11 to SmackDown 6. Wow. NXT's starting to run away with this, boys. Yeah. Um, I'll go with Elio first and then Tony. Elio. Okay,
2: I've got NXT SmackDown Raw.
1: NXT SmackDown
0: Raw. Tony. Wow, I got NXT Raw and SmackDown.
1: And I agree with Tony. I have NXT Raw and SmackDown as well. So, NXT, once again. <laughs> now has yeah. 19 yep. to raws 11 to Smackdown six Smackdown has to do something you know everybody's talking about how raw his ratings are low and everything yeah but Smackdown what are you doing different mm-hmm. nothing you have Roman being Roman yeah um, but I feel like all the superstar power has shifted to raw it, it, does that make sense? Like yeah. it's just, no, I it's hear it's what you like saying. Like the star power is not on SmackDown anymore. Like all we have is Roman. What yeah. else is there on SmackDown?
0: Yeah, I think I, I, honestly, I think the other one. If it, if it's if I had to pick, I have to say Bailey. Yeah, because you he, can't seriously tell me that Sasha is up there. No, I'm sorry, I no. I just don't see it with Sasha. A lot of people do. I don't. I don't, and I explained my reasons why before. But I think the next closest would be Bailey. Yeah. Sorry. Wow.
1: Well. All right, uh, Tony, Yeah. it is time for what is it? the Wrestling POV, WWE, TLC, PPV, Points Game. Yes, finally.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was your cue, brother. You're supposed to do that. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. Thank you. There we go. <laughs> All right, so now those that are new to the wrestling POV, WWE, TLC, PPV points game. <clears throat> okay, now I feel better. <laughs> is that uh, each match is worth a certain amount of points. Um, obviously, the title matches will be worth more than just a regular match. You know, it won't be that many points. But so anyways, like I said, so if, it, if there's a match that's worth five points, let's just say Bray Wyatt versus Randy Orton, that was a five-point match. You pick the winner and you wage how many points? The more points you wage, the higher, you know, obviously those are the points that you'll win. But if you lose in that pick, you will lose those points and you can wind up in the negative. And you don't want to be in the negative, man. Nobody wants to be in the negative. Um, At one point we even had the award that was called the Rick Serrano, the Turd Award. Yeah, and, yeah, we don't have to talk about that. And, 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 well, we're, we're gonna because <laughs> so, we might bring that back too. But uh... <laughs> so you don't want that award. You don't want your headpiece on top of a poop. Yeah, that's true. You don't. You want don't want it. There. <laughs> so, but not only that, we added a different feature where you have to pick the outcome of the match. So it could, uh, which is an additional five points. There's no wagering with that. You get the five points. You going five now or three? We're going five. Fuck it. All right, we'll go five. We're going five. We're okay. going five. Uh, so the outcome, which is a pin, submission, count out, DQ, or no contest. Now, mind you, if you pick a no contest, you cannot pick a winner. Does that make sense? Yes, yes it does. That. So uh, yeah, so you get uh, like uh, if the Randy Orton match was just a regular match, you would pick the outcome of the match and. If you were right, you would get an additional five points on what you have wagered. If you got it wrong, that's it get subtracted also. So we do this to make people choose wisely and you have to choose wisely. So uh, good luck to everybody. And uh, let's do our picks right now. So these are not in order. So don't go shooting the messenger. Uh, the Women's Tag Team Championship, Nia Jackson, and Shayna Baszler versus Asuka and an opponent to be announced, I'm assuming, at TLC. This is a 15-point match along with the uh, stipulation of five points because they didn't really say this was going to be a tables match or chairs or whatever. So as of right now, this is just a regular match. If something does change, we'll let you guys know on the, uh, our Wrestling POV Facebook page. So, Elio, who do you got on this? Okay. Um, ooh, I'm gonna
2: I'm gonna stick with the champions because we don't know like we still don't know like who Oscar's partner is or mm-hmm. even if they're still gonna be challenging yeah. or if they're gonna get replaced.
0: Yeah. No. I so hear I'm gonna
2: you. so I'm gonna go with the Night Jacks and Basler.
0: Okay. How many points?
2: Fifteen. You said. Um. Okay, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with uh go with
0: the uh, eight. Eight and the step. How you how you think it's gonna come out? Pinfall pinfall yeah wow okay rick all right i'm gonna go with oscar and her partner oh right. um, really yeah wow
1: and i am going to go six points and i'm gonna go submission
0: okay all right interesting and what about you um well i'm gonna go naya jackson Shane baszler um i don't see them giving the titles back to oscar at all being that she's already the women's champion so I'm going to stick with Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler regardless of who Asuka has as a partner. The only thing that will suck is that if Asuka's partner ends up being, uh, what's her name? Lana. Um, who? Lana. Lana. No, no. They they obviously wrote her out.
3: Yeah.
1: So
0: she, they said she's actually going to be out for like a month. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that's that's a little weird. Um, no, what's her name? Um, geez, I talked about that. Dana her. Brooks? No, no, no. She's not even in WWE yet. Um I mentioned it, her dad's in AEW. Oh, Tessa Blanchard. Tessa Blanchard. Tessa Blanchard. Yeah. Um if if that's her partner, we're looking at a whole different thing. But yeah. um I honestly don't think that they're going to bring her back that way. I'd be amazed that they did, but I'm going to stick with Nia Jackson and Shayna Baszler. I'm going to go 10 points and I'm going to go um a pin. Okay. I'll go with a pin. So up next is the Raw Tag Team Championship: The New Day versus the Hurt Business. This is another fifteen points with the five points uh, uh, outcome. Rick, who do you got? I'm going Hurt Business.
1: Fifteen points pin.
0: So this is ridiculously over. Is. I'm over this shit. It is, and to be honest, I think the Hurt Business needs this. Yes, they do. They need they the tag titles. Yeah. Yeah. So no, I'm going the same way. Uh, fifteen points uh, pin. So, okay. uh, Elio, who you got?
2: I'm gonna go with the Hurt Business uh, 14 pin because I just want. I'm done with the New Day.
0: Okay. Yeah. Uh, now, up next is the Bray White versus Randy Orton match. Uh, they're doing some kind of inferno. <laughs> inferno in when I was told, we're, we're, uh, still,
2: we're <laughs> still we're still waiting on that. Come on.
0: Waiting on what? <laughs> <laughs> You're to put me on the spot, Elio. <laughs> Damn, I thought he forgot. <laughs> Elio forgets it nothing. Kind of, it's, it's an Inferno match. <laughs> <Bastards>. um, <laughs> now, this one's only 10 points because... We don't know uh,
1: anything about it.
0: We don't. Because I don't know. I mean, how do you win? How do you lose? If it... We, if it's a pin, we can't judge that right now, so yeah. we're just gonna leave it at 10 points. Um, I'll go first. I'm gonna say Bray Wyatt's gonna win with 10 points. Um, Ellie, no, Rick, I'm going the Fiend 10 points for sure. You
2: can't have him lose, he cannot no. lose this match.
0: Yeah, no, that's true. Elio, who you got?
2: Yeah, I got the Fiend. I'm gonna go with 10 as well. You can't, he can't lose a match that's named after. His funhouse,
0: that's true. That is true. Say the whole thing, Elio.
2: (laughs) Firefly funhouse a match. Fuck,
0: (laughs) (laughs) fuck, son of a bitch. All right, uh, next up we have the SmackDown Women's Championship match Sasha Banks versus Carmella. This one is 15 points with the five points pin sub. See, uh, count out disqualification or no contest. Uh, Elio, who you got?
2: I'm gonna go with Sasha Banks 10 uh, because uh. Submission because uh, she just won it right though so Yeah, they can't. They can't have her losing it this quickly.
0: That's true. Oof. That's true.
1: This is tough. This is a tough one.
0: Yeah, who you Carmella
1: got? is on fire right now. Carmella hasn't mm-hmm. had a match yet. Um, I feel like her uh, guy, which was actually uh, uh, was trained by Otto and Bruce Hart. Uh, oh, really? Uh, yeah, that guy that's in there, yeah. her concierge, whatever the fuck they yeah. call him.
0: <laughs> or whatever,
1: Yeah. yeah. Somalia, whatever the fuck. He, he's going to be part of it. Yeah. I just don't know how, if he's going to, yeah. Damn. Sasha loses already. That's,
0: uh, wow. That's hard. She just won it. And really unless gonna... you give
1: her the Rumble. That's the mm. only thing I can think is if you give Sasha Banks the a Rumble win. Yeah. Uh, damn. Oh, wow. Uh, I'm going to go. Oh, God. Uh, I'm going to go Carmella. I'm going to go. Uh. 11 points, pinfall. Ugh, I don't feel good. Carmella? Yeah.
0: Wow. All right. I'm, I'm going to go with Sasha Banks. I, I don't see them taking it away from her so quick. It's like, for me, that's like still following that. Oh, my God. I don't. Uh, she yeah, hasn't been good a, as champion, though, Tony. That is true. And, I, and I've always said that. <laughs> oh, man. I'm, I'll i go with Sasha Banks. I'll do 10 points, mm. um, but I'm going to go with DQ. She's going to win by DQ. Um, like you said, that concierge guy, He, uh, <laughs> yeah. I think he's going to interfere. Because then it, it saves Carmella, too. Because I'm yeah. trying to say, like I said earlier, Carmella, to me, she's on a hot street. The whole look, the whole attitude, all that shit. And for what? To, to, to do all this build up for what? For her to lose, yeah. So I think it's a good idea to have that guy. With, what's his name, anyways? Tommy or something like that. What is his name?
2: I thought I thought I, I thought I heard his name Tommy or something. Tommy. Okay, or, let's go with Tommy.
0: We'll call him yeah, Tommy.
2: Whatever. Yeah, um, yeah <laughs> sure, why not?
0: <laughs> um, yeah, we'll go with that. And I think he's going to interfere because then it'll save Carmella. So, I mean, Sasha Banks will still win, but she'll she's going to win by DQ. They might even drag this out to the Royal Rumble. Who knows? Yeah. That's true. So, yeah, so for me, it's Sasha Banks. Uh, what I say? Ten points? Ten points, DQ. I- yeah, ten points, DQ. Uh, The WWE match, Uh, Drew McIntyre versus AJ Styles. This one is the TLC match, so there's no really step after that um, or outcome after that one. So it's a straight-up 20 points. Rick, who you got? I am going with the phenomenal AJ Styles.
1: And I have AJ Styles standing on top of almost his shoulders to get the title. (laughs) (laughs) Serious. Yes, I'm going with AJ Styles. Mm. I am going 18 points.
2: Wow. Elio. I'm going to go with Andrew McTier. (laughs) 17. Wow. He he, he just won it back.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) And that's what I was going to say to Rick, too. I mean, that's playing hot potato with the title, don't you think?
1: It is. But you know what? This is why I'm the greatest wrestling POV champion of time.
3: Oh, but, oh, here know, we time. I was
0: hoping he would. I would to avoid that. <laughs> yeah. Here we go. Anyways, my pick is uh, Drew McIntyre. I'm going to go with Drew. Um, hmm. I'm going to go 17 points. The heck with it. Uh, the other main event, the Universal Championship, uh, Roman Reigns versus Kevin Owens. Now, is this one, does it have a, a stipulation too or not? TLC match. Is it a TLC it, match?
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Okay. Uh, if it's a TLC match, it is only worth 20 points. Uh, the additional five for the pin submission count out DQ or no contest is not involved. Um, who is it on? Elio? Yeah, it's on Elio. Yes. Elio, who you got?
2: Okay. Um, well, they, they got Roman Reigns uh, in, in this uh, strong storyline. They pack yeah. Owen and they go with Roman Reigns, uh, 19.
0: 19. Um, I'm going to go with Roman Reigns myself, but I'm going to, I'm going to go to full 20. They can't, there's no way they're going to make, I mean, even though I kind of like the storyline with Kevin Owens, I do like it. I think they might, uh, it might play out as him having a chance at the title, but uh, at the end of the day, they, they need to boost Roman so far up that they can't make him lose. They make him lose. It's going to be all for nothing. So I'm going with Roman Reigns, 20 points, Rick. I'm going with Roman for 20 points. There's no way you have
1: Roman lose this match. He's yeah. going to kill Kevin Owens. Kevin yeah, Owens will sure. die in this match.
0: For <laughs> sure. Now, Rick, me and you discussed this earlier. Um, we're not sure if this is going to happen or not, uh, because that's only, what, six matches we did? One, two, three, four, five. Yeah. yeah. So just in case, it seemed like they were going to do a Sami Zayn versus Big E match. Um should we even pick that one just in case if they do or um, it be a waste of time or I think we just leave it off. And if they and add we'll it, they it. add it. We just okay. go without we'll just it go off of the six that we got. Yep. All right. So there you have it, folks. The wrestling peel. Wait wait
1: wait, 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 wait.
0: What am it's I going announce table? Oh, snap. I for- well, are they really going to have it there?
2: I don't oh, think yeah, they right. oh, even, yeah. oh. even mention it. They don't even mention anymore. Yeah. That's you should, right. Usually, it's the main announce table that gets broken.
0: Yeah. yeah. Oh, we can do that one. Okay. The main announce table. table. Yeah. So is that what we're gonna call it? The main event table. We'll, we'll just call it the announce table. Announce table. Yeah. We'll just yeah. say the announce table. Um. So uh, we'll do how many points? Five points. Five points. All right. Five points. So, Rick, is it gonna be smashed? Yes or no? Yes. Okay. I'm, gonna, I'm going with yes. And I'm also going to go with yes. It's a TLC. They have to.
1: <laughs> Somebody got to bring it. Shoot.
0: So, all right. So now that is your WPOV, WWE, TLC, PPV points game. You know, it's amazing because I was able to do that, but I can't do the other shit. All right, so there it is. Um, if you want more information, uh, just follow us on our Facebook page and look it up, and uh, Rick will post it, and then you can make your picks there. And yes. then, uh, like what Rick said, when we do the aftermath on Sunday night after TLC, we'll, we will reveal the winner as long as, as well as going over each match. So uh, now it's time for the book. Yeah? Yes. Let's yes. go do the book, El Libro. With that being said, if uh, you're new to the show, basically what we do is we put the most ridiculous things that happen in the week of wrestling because we sure as hell need this freaking laugh during this pandemic. And uh, you, the people, also have a right to put anybody that you want into the book, and uh, we'll discuss it and get a laugh if it's funny enough or, you know, or if we're just tired of it. Yeah, we'll put it in there. So, all right, we ready? All right, Yes, sir. Sam Roberts, go fuck yourself. Stays. Liv Morgan's Cage Wedgie. This one here, I'm telling you, it's been in here for a while. It's very controversial. Um, but what do you guys think? I mean, is
1: it time? It doesn't matter what we think because you always end up leaving it anyway.
0: You know what? I have to <laughs> agree with this. So we're going to leave it in for another week. Uh, coronavirus.
2: That <laughs> <It> stays. <laughs>
0: Uh, MVP older brother suit. Stays. Jericho and Con Demo stays. That stays.
1: And, but speaking of uh the older brother suit, Bobby Lashley with oh, the milk
0: all yes. over his suit. Yo, he oh my mad. Do you see his face? Bro. He's like looking down. He's yes. Like... Yeah, but he's over my- there pouring the
2: milk over. Uh, that. But and he didn't he think he was going to...
1: Nah, man, that was a big splash, and there was a lot of milk in that shit. There was. That shit. Was... There was. There was a gallon in that half a gallon.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh Drew's dragon breath. <sighs> it seemed like he was toning it down a little bit. It seemed. We'll, we'll see what happened. Well, no, we got to wait till Raw. So, yeah, because uh, oh, on yeah. uh, Raw, he's gonna cut a promo about how he
1: lost and was yeah. right. Oh
0: damn uh roman's choppers stays (laughs) angelo's uh yeah no angelo Uh,
1: yeah that stays
0: candace's wings stays (laughs) you know i i sound so perverted saying that one candace's wings because it reminds (laughs) me of the time of the month uh the garganos
1: the way stays
0: do you how do you guys like that name
1: I actually like it.
0: Do you really? The, the way? way is
1: yeah. better than the Garganos. Well, sure. see,
0: maybe it's because I live in New Mexico and all I hear is hey, way."
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Jesus Christ! How terrible! All right, well, but thank you, um, Biggie's and balls. <laughs> I can't believe I have to say that. We could take that out. Thank you. That it's
3: <laughs>
0: that is coming right <laughs> the fuck off. <laughs> jesus rick sore throat hey he's gone he had the baby true. he had a baby so we take it out yes a final, decision. final decision yeah
2: i think i think we take rick sore throat out
0: damn i was hoping you said nah fuck that Keep going there. <laughs> <laughs> uh aew rankings stays it makes no sense yeah okay Dominic's turtleneck and chain you know what this is the first time I don't think we've even seen the Mysterios wow I know wow without Seth Rollins they're nothing (laughs) and Buddy Murphy on top of that that's true wow uh Carmela's champagne shower bro (laughs) well they kind of did it again so it kind of makes sense for it to stay right
1: of course Yeah. you get hit with it Yeah. yeah sure why not
0: yeah and uh MJS Orange Hands.
1: That stays
0: because he had them. It was nasty. Oh my god, you guys are something else. So, all right, there's your book, folks. That is your book, and you know what? That's the end of the show. So, uh, before we do close the show, what we do is at the end of the very end of the show, we're gonna play a game between Elio Canella and Rick Serrano the third. Last week Rick was finally victorious over Elio. So basically what we call it <laughs> is the 5 second shuffle. So you they listen to this show that thinks Elio beat me. <laughs> <laughs> well, Elio said it, he beat you so you know this is just on the record now. But uh so basically I played just 5 seconds of a random song that I have on my playlist of over a trillion WWE wcw and ecw songs soon i will be adding to aew i'm just waiting for a little bit of a longer playlist and uh they have five seconds that's it to guess what it is whoever gets it right they get the point and it's basically best out of three so that's how we end the show uh, until we ride off into the sunset until next week and we provide you more content than ever before. It's a history making. No, I'm bullshitting. So, with that being said, I am your host, Tony Diaz, along with the gentleman. elio Canella, And the third wheel. Rick Serrano the third. And our intern. Miguel Cole. Adios. Luck, peace and wrestling. We'll see y'all next week. Peace out. Alright, we ready? Yes, sir. Yeah. Here we go. Five seconds. Can't grill. Who got it first? Who got it first? I heard something. I couldn't really hear. You got it? Yes. Rick? Okay, you got oh, damn. Elio. Come on, guys. Come on. All right, here's the next one.
3: Hey.
1: There
0: you go. Who was that? Huh?
1: Oh, Elio said Andrade. Is that correct? No. Um, is that uh is that uh, super crazy?
0: No, no. Very, not old. I don't want to say old. This was, uh, I want to say during the attitude era.
1: Is that, uh, I feel like it's a Latino for whatever
0: reason. It is Latino, obviously. <laughs>
1: <laughs> is that, uh, but not Mexican. Oh, no, yeah. Uh,
0: not Mexican.
1: Is that, who the hell is that? <laughs> what never we- That's it. not Savio.
0: No, it's not Savio. Nope. <laughs> Carlito.
1: I was going to say Carlito, but it just...
0: oh, <laughs> That was one of his uh, older entrance musics. Yeah. Here we go. Takamichi Doku? Is say? that Takamichi Doku? No, it is not. Tajiri. Yes, Tajiri. Yes, Tajiri. Tajiri, good yes. job. All right, tied up. This is the last All right, one. Let's go. All right, here we go. All right, No. Mark Henry. No, no, sorry, no. It's just an old SmackDown theme. You gotcha. All right, here we go. Snitsky. Okay. Huh? Sid. Wait, no, what Elliot said because no, I was right. S- I
2: was I saying was go with Snitsky, but I was wrong.
0: Uh, what'd you say, Rick? Sid Psycho Sid. Oh! Psycho yeah. Sid Yes, it was. And it's funny how we were just talking about him, too. Be birthday. <laughs> oh, that's right. This is birthday. The game we play soon, we play it's so sorry We don't
2: know the right. I got you again, Elio. I got you
3: again. Yeah, see, I recognize
2: that part. I, I forgot about the beginning.
0: What you say, Elio?
2: I forgot about the beginning. Yeah,
0: that's why it's only, thats why you only get five seconds, man. <laughs>